Hey, you guys. I hope you guys are doing good. Let me make sure my screen is working. Okay. I'm going to need StreamYard and YouTube to get it together. Okay. Um, the cable should be cabling. The internet should be internetting. I've been going through a lot just trying to get everything together in this house. Um, thank you, guys. I was supposed to go live last Friday, and this is how I know I've been like just super tired. I haven't really been feeling well. So I was like, I'm gonna take a nap. This is like around two in the afternoon, Friday, because I had a lot to say about Ioki's ass last week. So I said, let me go ahead and take a nap. I'm gonna be ready to, you know, go live by five, six o'clock. Man, I woke up, it was two o'clock in the morning. I said, damn, where did my Friday go? <laughs> it was 2 a.m. Saturday. I was like, what the hell? So I was up, I watched The Wolf of Wall Street. I've never watched that movie before. I've always heard about it, but I never got a chance to watch it. It was really good, it was very interesting. So um, I said, well, let me go live today. So I hope you guys are doing good. It's a lot to talk about. Um, I got a lot to say about a lot of stuff. First, before we even get into the tea, um, if you guys do not know, my latest deep dive is out. Shout out to everybody for all of the good feedback. I really appreciate it. So I did the deep dive on yoga. Um, it is called The Truth Behind Namaste and the Dark Side of Yoga and its Practitioners. So it is posted on Patreon, on my YouTube membership, and in the Discord. So it's been available for the past two days. And thank you guys so much um, for everybody who have watched it. To the people who are writing think pieces and you don't want to pay the money to watch it, miss me with the bullshit. If you haven't watched it, I don't care about your think piece because you can't leave a review on some shit that you're not willing to watch. So kick rocks. But to the people who watched it and you know gave me a fair assessment, um, I really appreciate it. And again, this is not to demonize yoga or make people feel bad for whatever they practice. It was just to show the truth that you can't differentiate it. It is a spiritual system and you can't serve two masters. You can't be hollering at you, you know, you're this good Christian, but you know, you're heavily involved in yoga. It's two different things, you know? So I was able to break that down and then also talk about, you know, the dark side of some of these yoga practitioners, you know, um, but again, I, I've never been one to judge people for what they do. Um, I didn't call Hinduism demonic. I didn't say India was a demonic country. None of that stuff was said by me. So I don't know why people were writing that. But um, I feel like it's no different than African spirituality. People have different practices, different spiritual beliefs. You guys know I come from a multi-religious spiritual household. You know, I have a Muslim mother, I have a Christian father, and the rest of my family practices African spirituality. So I was raised around all types of different systems. So I would never knock somebody for being Hindu or, for some, or knock somebody for practicing yoga. But this was a deep dive into what yoga is. And it is bigger than just, you know, exercising and stretching. It is a spiritual system. So, um, yeah, so I had a good time making it. Um, the video turned out great. It was fun, you know, going back in the day using that Timberland song because I hadn't heard that song in a long time. So thank you to everybody who got a chance to watch it. So again, if you are interested, it is part of the YouTube membership, Patreon, and Discord package. So for y'all who did not know that it was out, um, and then I will be working on some more 
um, deep dives as well. Lacey said, body snatch. Thank you. I finally got a chance um, to weigh myself. I don't says, wait, how the Muslim thing work? I thought Muslim women had to marry Muslim men. Um, I'm not going into my parents' history. Just know my mom is Muslim. Um, but anyways, yeah, I've lost a lot of weight. Um, I finally found my scale. And so I weighed myself this weekend and I'm down to 139 pounds. I have lost 30 pounds. I'm super happy um, compared to where I was at four months ago. So is this my, well, I did surpass my goal. My goal was to like get down to like 145. I've surpassed my goal. So I'm just going to probably go to like 130 and then I should be fine with that at 130. So yeah, thank you. I feel a lot better. Um, I'm able to get back into my size sevens. Yay! Because <laughs> I was depressed as fuck when I was in a size 11. I'm like, what the hell? I've never been in double digit jeans. I'm sorry, I just never have. Um, so that's when I knew, you know what? This is just too much. So yeah, I'm down to a size seven. I'm super happy. So I think, you know, the weight I've always been comfortable around is usually between 130 and 135 pounds. So around that is where I feel comfortable, you know what I'm saying? Just maintaining my weight. Um, I don't eat anything past seven. I've been doing intermittent fasting, watching what I eat, walking, and just really sticking to it. Just really, really sticking to it. So um, Chrissy said, you, you lost 40 pounds, congratulations. Yeah, we started the weight loss challenge on Discord back in what, this was like February? Is when we started. So we've had a lot of people lose weight. Um, somebody on their last 60 pounds. Um, so people just been posting their progress, them in the gym, you know, what they're eating for the day. So at first I was kind of embarrassed to start a weight loss challenge. But then I was like, you know what, maybe if I include other people that will motivate me because then, you know, I have eyes on me. So, and there was a few times where I fell off, you know, you guys could see from the chart, you know, there was a few times where it's like, I didn't lose shit because I was back eating. You know what I'm saying? And then I had to get back on board and, you know, toughen back down. So I've had my ups and downs. But, yeah, I feel I feel good. I feel good. Maybe now people will stop asking if I'm pregnant and trolling me. You know, those trolling comments mess with your head after a while. Like, you're fat as fuck, bitch. Like, damn, I'm working on that. Can I just live? So now maybe they'll stop calling me fat every other fucking stream. <laughs> So, you know, what I mean, it's all good, but yeah, man, I appreciate it. It's been a lot. It's been a lot going on. So there's a lot to talk about. Um, some of us, they need to gain weight. Yeah. Do what works for you. Some people need to gain weight. I needed to lose weight. It's, it was just that simple. Um, I've always been skinny mini. I don't like being thicker. Some people, you know, like, you know, be thick. It all, that's just never been me. I'm used to being skinny mini. So I've been on both sides. I'd rather be on the skinny side. I just feel like I look better. I feel better. My knees don't hurt when I walk up the steps. You know, having that extra weight on me and you don't realize it until you can't even button up your damn jeans. And when I'd walk up the steps, my knees would hurt. Now I can, you know, run up and down the steps. Knees don't hurt. So that extra weight does a lot to you. It does. So, yeah. Well, thank you, guys. I appreciate it. I appreciate it. Um, so let's see here. Let me read some of these super chats. We're going to go ahead and get into the story of what's going on. Uh, 
<laughs> it's DB says that collarbone is popping out. Ew. <laughs> Thank you for the super chat. <laughs> uh, Natalie Simone sent $10. Thank you so much, sis. Um, Slim Queen sent $9.99. Thank you, sis. Appreciate you. Uh, Slim Queen says, hey, T, excited to watch a deep dive. They are very thought provoking. Can't wait to watch it tomorrow at work. LOL. Thank you for all your hard work. Run up the lights. Happy to hold on. Uh, run up the lights, y'all. Thank you so much. And you will definitely enjoy it. Like I said, you know, I put a lot into the deep dives. I always do. But again, it's never to disrespect people, disrespect their practices, you know, because again, even though there have been some corrupt yoga people, there are a lot of people who take it seriously. There are a lot of good yoga teachers out there, but people need to be, you know, they need to be aware of what they're getting into, that it's not just exercising. And especially when you start playing with your Kundalini um, energy, you know, you can get yourself to a place where you go crazy you know, where you can mess yourself up and there's no coming back from that. So people need to, you know, just be be very understanding of what they're getting into. Because I think in the West, um, everything is so commodified and everything is seen as a trend, but people don't understand that there are real spiritual practices behind a lot of the things that we see a, commer a, commer a commercialization of. So that's what I really wanted to speak to so people knew what they were getting involved with, that it wasn't just exercise. Because that's what I thought initially too, but it's not. So you will definitely enjoy it. So thank you. Uh, Shy B says, hey T, congratulations on the weight loss. I'm down 30 pounds too from intermittent fasting. Congratulations to you as well on your journey. So thank you so much. Um, TL sent $50, says, this is Miss Simone from Discord. I am blessed to be a blessing. Here's your 10%. Oh, thank you so much, Miss Simone. I appreciate you. And thank you for always just praying for us and, you know, just bringing us like just words of encouragement. So it was really awesome to hear your testimony last week. So thank you so much. It's always nice to like have a positive space, you know, to just break away from like all the monotony of, you know, the rest of social media. So thank you for that. Um, so now we got to talk about this, y'all. This video is going viral all over social media. Um, my boy Armand, he was able to book an interview with Suki Hana. And you guys know, you know, I've had my issues with Suki in the way Sometimes she carries herself and the things that she gets involved with on social media. I've made that clear. Um, but he did an interview with her. He had went down to Atlanta to see her. And she came on the Armand Wiggins show. Um, I asked him when the full interview would be out. And he said that it's going to be out this Friday. So congratulations to him. He's definitely doing his thing. You know what I'm saying? He's out here getting his interviews. And, you know, that's what he wants to do. So I'm really happy for him. So this, she was trending yesterday and she's always trending for like the craziest stuff. So for some reason, remember when I talked about this, um, when I did the video about her with YK O Weirdo, AKA YK Osiris. And I was saying that even when I went to go look her up on Twitter, it's this video of her playing with the rose and, you know, just whatever. And so for some reason, that video is going viral again. So she's literally been trending the past two days. So Armand ended up doing an interview with her, and it's currently going viral. Madia just posted it on um, my Instagram page. 
And he's basically confronting her, not confronting her, but he's asking her, you know, about the things that she's involved with and how does she really feel about this? Because a lot of people are dragging her for her OnlyFans videos and stuff like that. So we're going to go ahead and listen to what Suki Hana has to say. So give me just a second here. Let me share my screen. All right. Who this? Because because you are colorful and sexually liberated. Um, like even right now, you're going viral on um Twitter for a released OnlyFans that you are playing with yourself, mm -hmm. and it, 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 it's apparently a hundred percent piss is what people are saying. No, it was a hundred percent piss. I love piss. Okay, I and, love to pee on myself. Okay, and some of the comments are really disgusting. Well, no, the thing is, I'm a disgusting person, so okay. it's just like. People been knew that about me. I don't give a fuck. Y'all can keep posting my OnlyFans videos. I mean, I don't do OnlyFans no more. But what do you I, say to them that say she's a terrible representation for black women? I Stop posting her. She's disgusting. I feel like when they say disgusting, they're not fucking lying. I feel like the people ain't, if you, whatever you heard about me is the truth. Uh -huh. I don't give a fuck. You know how you break all barriers? Mm -hmm. You break them by telling them everything. Yeah. So now that I told you everything, is no exposing. Like it is, it is what it is, bitch. I did OnlyFans during the pandemic. We were all fucked up. Some of y'all was sucking dick for free and still had no food in your fridge. And I'm not judging because I done been there. We all done had somebody that ain't had no money like that, but we was fucking with them because we fucked with them. But at the end of the day, I had to do what I had to do to take care of my motherfucking kids and put a roof over my head and my kids' head. So how I hustle ain't got shit to do with these hoes because these hoes be out here really fucked up in real life, nasty, trifling, fucking multiple niggas. And if that's your hustle, that's your hustle. But bitch, I'm talking about the hoes that be hating on me. But me personally, if you said I'm disgusting, you was right. So, niggas still want to fuck. They still love me. Yeah, okay. All right. I just want to know, like, cause, like, what do you say to people that are like, you know, she just exploits herself for clout. She's just disgusting for clout. And then, but she has kids. And I don't say nothing. I send them my OnlyFans link. Okay. Period. Yeah, like that's what I do. Like this, is, why would I care what people? I don't even know these people. Yeah. So I can't care what people that don't that I don't know think about me. Like, what if I have my fan base already? I already made it. I already won. But at the end of the day, like, I'm an adult entertainer. Okay. It just so happens that I'm a TV star and I'm a rapper. So. People like to put a lot of expectations on me. I'm I'm a hood girl. Mm -hmm. They want to put these expectations on me to try to come for me. And it's like there's a lot of porn stars. There's a lot of OnlyFans um OnlyFans girls. There's a lot of adult entertainers. There's a lot of bitches that sing about sucking dick just like Lil Kim, her motherfucking self. Mm -hmm. And talk about getting it, taking it in the ass. And Dina Howard and all of the motherfucking asses done did it. Y'all bitches thought that y'all bitches think I'm the shit. And I tell you all the time, bitch, I ain't shit. So stop trying to motherfucking make me this bitch where you could come for me because I don't give a fuck, baby. I'm going to make my coin. Y'all bitches worry about y'all motherfucking trifling, bald head, dirty ass, snotty nose kids that y'all need to worry about. That's what these bitches need to worry about. They motherfucking kids don't worry about mine. Mine's is good. Mine's is straight. Mine's is uh, very well provided for in a nice house. Everything they want. And I love them to death. I would do anything for them. Like I spend time with my kids. Besides me rapping, I go right home. I would do a show then go home, take my kids to school. I love them. Speaking of kids. Fuck these bitches. You got three. Fuck y'all kids too. Oh. 
Yeah, fuck these hoes. They be so worried about me and my motherfucking kids. Fuck y'all bitches. Y'all bitches need to take care of y'all motherfucking kids and stop fucking these niggas for free. That's what y'all hoes need to do. Because y'all bitches be trying to judge a bitch while y'all see me on OnlyFans with my fiance. Y'all ain't see me with no whole bunch of niggas. Y'all can't even claim one nigga that I fucked. I've been with the same nigga. That's the type of bitch that I am while y'all be trying to say, oh, a bitch is disgusting, baby. I've been with one nigga. And you don't see me suck and slurp and squirt all on that motherfucking dick. Y'all bitches be fucking multiple niggas a day a month in a year baby i fucked one nigga wow. suck my motherfucking dick pussy asshole i don't fuck with these hoes because they be trying to judge a bitch so motherfucking bad so let me ask you this because because you are colorful and sexually liberated um like even right now you're going viral on um twitter okay. for a released only fans that you all right let me come back on the screen child Woo! All right, so that is the video that is going viral. So like I said, shout out to our mom for that interview, honey. He said that the full interview will be out Friday. Um, Yeah, she was like really upset. You know, my thing is this. And I'm going to say this. One thing about Black women, right? We're not a monolith. We're not a monolith. We have, you know, different people. You know what I'm saying? Some people are more conservative. Some people are more free. And my issue is this. I don't like the whole playing both sides of the fence, right? If that's who you want to be and you want to be, you know, I'm a proud slut and I fuck on camera and that's what I do. You can't judge me. Then stand in that. But what's weird for me with Suki is that one minute, you know, she's proud to be on OnlyFans and busting it wide open. And then in the same breath, then the whole YK Osiris thing happened, where even before he was coming up trying to kiss her with his weird ass, she was talking to him in a real vulgar way. You know, she was trying to be like one of the boys, you know, talking overtly sexual and I put it on your young ass and this and that. And I just think, you know, at this point, people need to decide what they want to do. If you want to be one way, then walk in that. Because again, there was also a video of her crying, talking about, you know, how she sold her soul and everything else. Now, granted, when she was on OnlyFans, she was doing that with the, with I think the one was the one fiance she was with and they broke up. Then the one guy that she's on Love and Hip Hop with, they were doing porn as well. And I didn't even know that, but she was doing, you know, videos with him as well. And my thing is, if that's how you get down, then that's how you get down. But the way she's talking, she doesn't seem like she's that proud of it because there was a lot of anger in her response. You know what I'm saying? You're calling people's kids bald-headed, telling them to worry about their own kids, and you're assuming that all these people who have something to say, they're whores and they're fucking with multiple men. So it's almost like if you're proud, then why are you so upset about it? Just, you know what I'm saying? Stand in your shit. There's no need to talk about other people's children. There's no need to bring other people into it. Well, Adina Howard was talking about it and Little Kim was talking about it. So that's the part where I just feel like, you know, people put on a persona that they're so proud of what they're doing. But I think deep down inside, I don't think she really is. She feels like she has to put on all this bravado because, you know, of the character that she's playing on social media. But I think when she goes home at night, she definitely feels a way because from what I've gathered and what I've learned about her, she's not a dumb girl. You know what I'm saying? But I also think that it's sad that this is the only way that most black entertainers can make it. 
is that we have to be overtly sexual. Those are the ones who go viral. Those are the ones that get pushed. And like I said, Black women are not a monolith. Black people are not a monolith. You know, that's why I always hate when people act like, oh, well, back in Africa, we was kings and shit. We was kings and queens. No, we wasn't. People are just people. You had people who might have been kings and queens, but you also had peasants, you had scammers, you had hustlers, you had the prostitutes, you know, you had a little bit of everybody. But it seems like in modern day, the only people that get any attention, the only people that go viral, the only people that that a lot of folks only push in black media are the people who are being overtly sexual, are the people who are going viral for like the most deviant stuff. There's no... There, there's no balance, I think is what I want to say. It's like, there's only the Sukis, the Sexy Reds, um, the Krishans, but the girls who aren't doing that, they don't get, they don't go viral. There's no viral moments. Whereas when I look at the white community, there's so many different types, right? So you have the, and we'll talk about her later, the Lena the Plugs, the porn girls, but then you also have the Miley Cyruses, the Taylor Swifts, the Katy Perrys. But it's like with us, it's only one or the other, you know, and I think that's the part that's just kind of sad that um, that there, there's just not a wide variety. Like even when we were growing up in the 90s, yeah, you had the little Kims, but you also had the Lauryn Hills. There was a balance. And I think that's why Suki gets so much flack. Because there's nothing to balance the Sukis. There's nothing to balance these rap girls. Everything is just overtly sexual. So then everybody piles on them and says, y'all are doing too much. What about the children looking up to y'all? What about the kids who are on Twitter and they're seeing your OnlyFans? And I think that's why they get piled up on. Because again, the regular girls who are not doing this, they don't go viral. The regular people who are having conversations, that's not about everything overtly sexual. Those conversations don't go viral. So again, it goes back to us. It goes back to us as a community. It goes back to the things that we push, the things that, you know, whatever we give our attention to, that is what is going to go viral, you know? So, I, and I think that it is unfair to put everything on a Suki and say that, you know, you're destroying the youth or you're bringing down black women or that you're bringing down black girls because it's not her job to raise. I don't have daughters, but it's not her job to raise anybody's daughters, but her own. But I think, though, as a culture, there has to be a balance. And I think that's my issue is that there's just no balance. Every song sounds the same. Everything that goes viral in, in the black hip hop community it's always for like just the most low vibrational shit. There's, there's literally no balance. And I think that's the issue, you know? So it's not to knock her because again, people are going to do what they want to do. She's grown, you know what I'm saying? So she wants to have her OnlyFans and bust it wide open and people are willing to pay for that. That is their business. That is a transaction. But we're the girls who are also viral for not fucking on camera. You know what I'm saying? We're the people who are also viral for intellectual conversations. There's none of that, you know? So, yeah, I, I think it's, it's, it's sad. I think they put a lot um, on her and girls like her. But again, she wouldn't have to feel that she had to go down that route if that's what wasn't being pushed. Before she started going down that route, they weren't really checking for her like that. 
it wasn't until she kept pushing the envelope and kept pushing the envelope that she started getting more mainstream success. Yes, I, I think that's the part that's just, you know, that's kind of sad about it. But I'm very interested to watch like the whole interview, though. It looks like it's going to be good. And I think that the fact that he, you know, he asked her some, you know, some real questions. It wasn't just a bunch of like, you know, fangirling. Because I that's what I usually get when people interview her. It's usually a bunch of fangirling. It's never, okay, well, do you see your image on social media or how people are responding to your image? So this is the first time I've ever really heard her reply back about that. But she definitely replied back in a way where you can tell she's bothered. You know, she can try and play it off like she's not. But those comments definitely get to her. So her response is to attack and go in and, you know, talk about folks' children and how they look and things like that. But when you're proud of your handiwork and you're proud of what you're doing, there's no reason to, to reply back in that manner. You're just not going to care. You know what I'm saying? So let me go ahead and read some of these comments here. Let me see. Somebody said, we don't celebrate FK Twigs, Teal or Whack. Rico Nasty, hell, even Azalea Crazy Banks, who is very talented. Yes. And we can add Amaretta to that as well. You know, it's like the most vulgar stuff is what goes viral. That's just the truth of the matter. You know what I'm saying? And anybody who doesn't go down that route, it's like they're just considered boring or, you know what I'm saying, not even worthy of even getting a write-up. Even, again, like I was talking about with Chloe Bailey, Nobody was really talking about her like that outside of her fan group, her fandom, until she started becoming more sexual, you know, more liberated. And that's why I say even nowadays, you cannot tell the difference between the rap girls and the R&B girls because they're all trying to outdo each other. Like when we were growing up, Lauren Hill did not dress like Little Kim. You knew when you were going to go to a rap concert. You knew when you were watching a rap video. Now there's there's no distinction. Everything has just been merged together. Yeah. So it's a, it's a lot of that going on right now. Yep, somebody said look at Janelle Monet. Yeah. And even last week I didn't get a chance to talk about this, but um India RE called out Janelle Monet and Meg the Stallion. Um let me see if I can find the post. And she caused some backlash, but I didn't disagree with India. I thought she made um, some good points. Let me see if I can pull it up. But she was basically, um, what it was, was Meg Thee Stallion was performing. Then she had a bunch of girls get on stage and start twerking. So India Ari was not a fan of that. And she also didn't like the fact that, um, that Janelle Monae was up there pulling up her shirt. Here it goes. I found it here. Okay, let me go ahead and share my screen real quick here. This is also from last week. So NDRE says the issue is what is context? Humanity does everything, but does everything belong on a stage? No. Is everything for kids? No. Is everything for everybody? No. So when we as a culture make something like this mainstream, it shows lack of discretion and discernment. To those in the comments who laugh at anyone who want things, for our culture, you certainly have that right. Just as many folks have the right to want the mainstream international export music to show us in a respectful light. I'd like to go on record saying this won't age well, and that's my issue. I love Janelle and Meg. 
the way I love us all. I don't like this moment. Don't bother debating me on this, LOL. I don't care. I do this for 25 years. I've done this. So read, ponder, or don't. I can't play the music, but this was all the girls on stage twerking. at Essence Fest, and that was Meg, and then you had Essence Fest posting that, saying Meg the Stallion enough said, and then of course Janelle with the, with the titty dash. So this is what I said, I wrote this, I said, let me pause this, I said a lot of people on social media are attacking India for her comment, but I don't think she attacked either woman. I think she's simply tired of constantly seeing hypersexual mess being repackaged as woman empowerment. I'm all for dancing and having fun in the right environment, but these entertainers don't even do choreography anymore. Everything is just standing there shaking your ass instead of doing real choreography. That is what makes a real show. It's also more memorable. As old as New Edition is, I still remember how hard they dance and they really put on a show. Pulling your shirt up to show your nipple pasty takes absolutely no effort. Essence Festival used to be classy, used to be a cool, classy event that all ages could enjoy. They are definitely promoting more ratchetness to get attention this year. They obviously didn't get the numbers they had last year with Janet, New Edition, and Nicki Minaj. So that was my opinion of the situation. Um, but like I said, I think India Ari made a lot of good points. Again, there's so many different facets of women, right? But when we only show one side, and especially when we only show Black women as just being hypersexual and that's all we're good for, unfortunately, that becomes, you know, that becomes almost our reality. And a lot of young girls look at that and they think that that is the way, you know, that's the way to be seen. That's the way to go viral. That's the way to be known. Um, so it is. It's, I think it's sad. I think it's sad. But again, I, you can't put all the blame on Suki either. You can't put all the blame on Meg or on Janelle Monet. I say it's just society as a whole. Society as a whole has just gone downstream, you know, and it's just not like how it used to be, unfortunately. Yeah, New Edition, they did really good. Um, they killed it. They killed it. I still remember just getting chills watching their performance at Essence when I was there last year. Let's see here. Um, Miss Anonymous 23 says, T, thanks to your house journey, I got a pre-approval for my first home. Oh, that's awesome. Congratulations. Thank you for the super chat, sis. Uh, Shy B. Sinten says, hey, T, congrats on the weight loss. Oh, yeah, I read that early. Okay, some of these pop back up. Um, Melanin Queen says, sis, I've been watching you ever since the L.A. riots. Just wanted to, not the L.A. riots. <laughs> you tried it, not the L.A. riots. I have to think about that. Like, damn, wasn't that in 92? <laughs> um, just want to tell you you're an inspiration. I appreciate you being real truthful. Much love. Thank you, Melanin Queen. I appreciate you, sis. Um, let's see here. Um, Mira Evans says, hey, T, watching you on YouTube for years. Congratulations on your new home, by the way. Thank you so much. I appreciate you. Tiniest Kiwi sent 10 says, hey, T, thank you for the deep dive. I will not be doing yoga. I don't want demons attached to me. 
Thank you for the super chat, love. Uh, Kirky Circle says, congratulations on your weight loss. 130 is a happy weight too, but ever since I had cancer, I've had the opposite problem. I can't gain past 115. Oh, wow. I'm sorry to hear that. I hope, you know, everything starts getting better for you. So thank you. Um, let's see here. Mystic Water says, T, I absolutely love your channel. Just wondering, what do you eat after you fast? I'm trying intermittent fasting, not sure what to eat. Um, I eat a lot of vegetables and fruits is mainly what I've been eating. Watermelon, like I eat watermelon all the time. So usually like just fruits, things that are just high that are, you know, water soluble stuff. So mainly fruits, vegetables, salads, things like that. So that's what's really helped. And then I do like a cheat day, like once a month, you know, where I might eat like sweets, cupcakes, stuff like that. So I've really cut back a lot of stuff and I drink a lot of water. Water really helps drinking a lot of water that keeps you full longer. So, but I've always drunk a lot of water anyways, but I drink even more water now. So that's helped a lot too. Um, let's see here. Kayla Harris says, there was an issue this weekend at Belderon. Parents complaining about women being scantily clad and twerking in the presence of children. People are asking for more Black-run family, family cons. I've never heard of Beldercon. Yeah, it's like wherever you go now, everybody is just wearing like the absolute littlest shit possible. You can go to the grocery store. And like I said, there's nothing wrong with dressing sexy. Hell, I dress sexy. But again, it's like the time and place. You know, it's different when you're dressing sexy to go to the club and you're having fun. than people just walking around in nipple pasties at the local fair. It's like, you know, at this point in time, anything just goes, child. Yeah, people just don't care anymore. But I think, you know, as, as a parent, though, you have to understand, like, your environment, and especially if there's going to be kids there. Like, I don't know. I just feel like people have literally taken social media and just drug it into the real world. There's, like, there's no anything. There's no discretion. It's like, well, because I dress like this on the gram, I can dress like this, you know, at the local fair. And that's just how it is. It's like anything goes nowadays, which is just insane. So now I want to go ahead and... um talk about this situation. I had kind of spoke on Lena the Plug. Now, I'm going to be honest with you. I had no idea that Adam 22 was involved in porn. Um, I've only known him for like all his hip hop interviews and stuff. You know, I catch those when I can, if I'm interested. Um, but I never knew that he did porn. I didn't know he was married to a porn star. But I follow No Jumper on Instagram. And it was weird because it's like I just started getting all of this content on my timeline of Adam and his wife. And he's talking about letting his wife get, you know, smashed by some black man. And he's having all these roundtable discussions about his wife getting BBC'd. And at first I'm confused. Like, what the fuck am I following? Because usually they post like stories and he became the story. Now, let me pull up some of these clips here. Make sure I have them. I have a bunch of clips. Cause this has like literally been like a week and a half of him talking about this situation with his wife. So his wife ended up getting banged out by somebody named Jason Love, who's a porn star. <laughs> 
I want to find y'all the first video where he's kind of talking about even letting his wife do this scene, which is just weird. So he's getting a he's getting a lot of flack for this too, by the way. So he initially, okay, here it is. He was initially talking to his boys about letting his wife that he married this porn star get banged out. So we're going to watch this. Perspective, we shoot with other girls, stuff like that, right? Mm -hmm. Yeah. But no other guys is busting her. Well, you guessed it. Over the weekend. Oh, no. Something like that happened. She filmed her first ever scene with another man. I know you was mad. Shit. You was I mean, angry. I, I agreed to it, so I wasn't. But, but, I, I say but, angry but, might not be the word. But you was kind of like disappointed a little bit, like you five like cut, like cut. That's your sitch. You know, I agreed to it. She gave me a lot of outs on the way in. Like yeah. she kind of kept telling me, like if you don't want me to, I won't do it. You, you should know? have said no. I, I I said that I wanted you her to got do it. I'm like on top of millions of dollars, Adam. You didn't have to do that shit. Fair enough, but I Come I on, told her uh, I'm like I think you should do it. Let's let's get it out right, the way. So how, how do you five? About it now. She's 32. Do I need to get you an old English? No. <laughs> yeah, I don't, I don't uh-huh. need to drown the pain in, in the old English. Uh-huh. But I was kind of surprised because I feel like I can like intellectualize it. And from my perspective, I don't think it should be a big deal. Yeah. But then after she actually did it, I'm not going to lie, I did feel kind of odd. You know, oh, like a little bit of that feeling in, in the belly, See, you know? So I've been with my girl for mm-hmm. seven years. We just got married. Mm-hmm. We're not in an open relationship, but from a perspective, we shoot with other girls, stuff like that, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. But no other guys is busting her. Okay. So we just saw that. Let me go ahead and find the next clip here. So this is one with Whack 100 asking him. This has like literally been like a whole week and a half saga on my timeline. I haven't seen it. But when you do see it. Right. And she's going like ballistic. I mean, she's supposed to, right? No, no, no. If she looked like she wasn't having a good time in the video, the the point would not have been accomplished. This is what's going on because everybody didn't watch y'all, right? I'm slowly realizing that I'm never going to be able to talk people, about anything else on this no, podcast no, no, ever we are, again. We are people. People are going to are going to put you guys' performance and this performance, and then what you're going to say is, "Oh, she's acting." No, Adam, she's not acting. She's getting hit different. She's supposed to enjoy it. I'm not trying uh, to take that away oh, from her. Freight train. Freight train. RKO. So what happened when you watch this shit? I haven't seen it. But when you do see it. Right. All right. Next scene. <laughs> this has like literally been my timeline the past two weeks. <laughs> now, this is the girl here, the lady, Lena, the plug. I've never heard of her, but this is his wife. Okay. Yeah. I'm sure it's on this. No, it was reupholstered. You're you were a little traumatized by me being like, ouch, hold on. At first. Yeah. <laughs> but that did go away pretty quickly. It took like three or four days. Yeah. Yeah. Um, you feel like it's snapped back? Well, you never had the natural birth that you were I, planning I, on. I don't believe that that stretches from having once for 40 minutes with a bigger I mean. Um, it wasn't hard to come back to your I was in a lot of pain for a few days. Mm-hmm. So having sex was, you know. It was reupholstered. You were you're a little traumatized by me being like, ouch, hold on. At first, yeah. <laughs> but that did go away pretty quickly. It took like three or four days, yeah. Yeah. Um. You feel like it's snapped back? Well, you never had the natural birth that you were planning on. I don't believe that. All right. Let's see. 
Okay, this is the other, the second half here. A very well-known bite, like just right when you look at them, you know that guy, you know? And, and I wanted my first scene to be like, you know, a big scene. And it's worth mentioning that we did a TikTok in Vegas back in January where... Then, and this might have been like the first time we ever even joked about it on camera. But I said to him doing a little TikTok, I said, who's the hottest girl here? And then he like put his arm around you and walked away with you. And that, I believe, has like nine million views on TikTok. He was like the obvious choice. I was like, oh, I have to go with him. This is what the audience wants. There's only a few guys in the industry who are like big on social media, very well known by like, just right when you look at them, you know that guy, you know? And, and I wanted my first scene to be like, you know, a big scene. And it's worth mentioning that we did a TikTok in Vegas back. All right. Then we'll get on Andrew Tate in a second, but there was some other, there was another clip I wanted y'all to see. Um, he's just a, he's a disturbing individual from what I'm learning. Now, this was him a year ago. This was him a year ago. Let me share this screen. And they were talking to Andrew Schultz, and they were saying that they would never do this. So this was a year ago. Never have a dude be in your scenes. No. No. We got a one-way thing going here. One-way thing. I mean, we're monogamous in our private lives, and then we do shit on camera with other yeah. girls. Right. I got too much money to have her getting dunked <laughs> fucked by some fucking <laughs> linebacker. I can't do it. Should I use that same logic on you? I've got too much money to let my man do this. If you want, if you want to cancel plugs off. <laughs> now, would you guys ever? Okay, so that was a year ago. All right, let me let me come on the screen because I know half of y'all like who the fuck is Adam Twenty Two? Okay, this is a tea sipper audience. Um. Okay, so like I said, I didn't know a lot about Adam. Um, I knew no, I know him from No Jumper. And one thing I know about No Jumper, there was like a bunch of black guys on there at one point. Um, he had a co-host. And I remember earlier this year, there was like huge fallout. Like a lot of the black guys either were fired or they quit. I guess Adam 22 was talking shit about one of them behind their back. I think it was AD was one of the guys. And so I feel like because... A lot of those people, um, his show started kind of going downhill a bit. He was losing views. Um, a lot of the No Jumper fans went with the black guys because they all started like their own channels and stuff like that. So I feel like this was a way for him to use his wife to go viral for views. Because a year ago, you were talking to Andrew Schultz and you were saying that you would never do that. Then... Literally, your entire team leaves No Jumper. And now all people have been talking about for the past two weeks is Lena the Plug getting basically donkey fucked by some BBC. And again, I don't believe in like slut shaming porn stars and all that stuff. I've said this before on my channel. Um, I have no issues with grown adults and what they choose to do. There's nothing wrong in my personal opinion with porn because I feel like people talk shit about porn stars until it's three o'clock in the morning and they're watching porn. You know, they want to go in on women who are in porn and call them sluts and whores until they need to get one off at 2 a.m. You know, so I think it's hypocritical to talk shit about porn stars and the porn industry because obviously somebody's watching all this damn porn. Okay, it's being produced for a reason. So if somebody's watching the porn. So it can't be that bad 
if people are out here engaging in it and watching it. But I feel like this, though. I feel like there's a difference between, you know, watching porn and now he's pushing this lifestyle on his audience. Because again, this is not just his girlfriend, his baby's mother. This is his wife. This is a man with a huge audience who mainly has young boys watching him, young men. And so now you're basically planting a seed in this generation's head that this is what marriage consists of. That when you are in a marriage, you know, it, it's not considered not being monogamous if you allow your wife to get fucked in a porn scene by another man because it's all about the bag. And I, again, the same thing, like I said about Suki, like a year ago when she was doing the whole OnlyFans thing, I talked about the all about the bag mentality. That all about the bag mentality is literally going to be the death of humanity. When people are just willing to toss aside morals, convictions, anything, because it's about the bag. And the thing is, he doesn't even need the money. This man is a millionaire. She's made tons of money doing porn. So why even do this? Again, it's for attention because he lost a lot of his audience when that whole breakup happened, um, you know, with his other co-hosts and stuff like that. But I feel like a lot of this is for attention but things like this is really going to have the youth just kind of messed up because now they're thinking this is what a relationship consists of, that it's OK for me to claim to be in a relationship, but allow my girlfriend or my wife to be smashed by somebody else. You know what I'm saying? Or even women who allow their men to go around and be intimate with other women because they want to keep their man so bad. So they give their man cheating hall passes and all this weird shit. Just say that y'all just don't want to be monogamous. Just say that y'all have issues with marriage and just be single. Like, why even, like, attach marriage and monogamy to these conversations? Just have an open relationship. I just think that that would just make more sense. I, I just hate the fact that just anything now just constitutes as marriage. This is not marriage. A marriage is not two people allowing their spouses to sleep with other people. That, that's not a marriage. Open marriage is an oxymoron. Just say that you both are single and, and dating other people because it's not marriage. Yeah, I, I just think it's crazy. And I see a lot of people saying that, you know, people who don't agree with this, oh, you're shaming, you're being negative. I don't agree with it. I just, I find it just weird. Like to me, this is not a marriage. A marriage is one man, one woman being monogamous for the rest of your life. And if you feel like monogamy is not for you and you feel like monogamy is not a real thing, then that's great. Then be honest, then have an open relationship. The same way I clown these dusty hoteps who want to have multiple wives and multiple girlfriends and they want to be able to smash multiple vaginas. But then the women, they're not allowed to, you know, to sample other peen. Absolutely not. Bitch, if you're going to be out here, you know, what I'm saying spreading yourself thin and and, you know, sampling other women. I'll be down if I'm sitting here waiting to get fucked by one man. Oh, no, if we're going to do an open relationship. We're both going to be open. We're both going to be dating. I'm going to have me all types of little side guys, you know? So it's, it's very interesting how like that never works for both ends when it's a man or a woman. I, I just, I find this whole situation on social media just really interesting that this is what's being pushed now to a lot of young people. It's not. 
that's not the meaning of of marriage. That's not the meaning of monogamy. And I just think at this point, it's it's disrespectful to even call it a marriage. Another thing I find really disturbing too is they have a daughter. And I know a lot of people bring up his child and they say, well, what about your daughter? You know, what she's supposed to think about this? And there was another clip that's going viral on Twitter where basically he's saying he would encourage his daughter to make an OnlyFans. I mean, is anybody shocked by this? This man, you know, he's allowing his wife to get fucked on camera. So this one, and then they also say that he has issues with like, he has been accused of trying to get with young girls or there's been allegations with him talking inappropriate to young girls. So I'm just not shocked. If my kid found herself at, you know, 21 and it was like, oh, you could have this like normal job and make, you know, 40 grand a year, or you could, you know, post photos of your boobs on OnlyFans and make 40 grand a month. I mean, I would have to be a pretty big dickhead to be like, no, you cannot do that. <laughs> like, yes, you know, yeah. I really like, I want to raise a good kid that is going to have a good head on her shoulder. If my kid found her. So that is what he's saying about his own child. And I don't know. I just find that disturbing because most people don't even want to think about their children in like in anything sexual. Right. Um, no, I think as a father and as a parent, it is your job to guide your children to, you know, what I'm saying down down a path of where they're going to be OK. And again, is her doing OnlyFans at 21? Does that mean that that's a horrible path to go down? Not necessarily. But I know with the sex industry, there's a lot more horror stories than good stories. I'll say that. There's a lot more people who have regretted getting involved in the sex industry, in the sex world, in sex work, than there are a lot of people who've been like, I've been able to retire and I've just been unscathed and my life is just perfect. So why would I want to lead my daughter down a road that can potentially harm her in the future? Because again, it goes from, oh yeah, my daughter's making 40 grand a month flashing boobs. Let's keep it real. Like I always tell people, yeah, you start off flashing your boobs, right? Because you're the new girl. So you're going to get attention. You know, everybody wants to see a fresh pair of, you know, perky tits. So you're the new girl. Nobody has seen you yet. So yeah, you're going to have a bunch of people come and, and, and look at you or watch you and give you money. People are not going to stay if the only thing you're doing is flashing your boobs. Bitch, we saw that last week. So now I'm going to need you to not only show your boobs, now I'm going to need you to start fondling yourself. Okay. Then it goes from you fondling yourself to now we need you to go below the waist. And you know what I mean? So it just goes to the next level. And that's the part where he's being willfully ignorant. Nobody's going to pay your daughter $40,000 a month to just show her boobs. She's eventually going to probably end up getting fucked on camera. Let's keep it real. Most of the people who are able to make a living on OnlyFans, they're doing the whole shebang. That is why a lot of these celebrities who got on there, oh, I'm just going to show my, my bikini pics. And then a month later, we've seen every orifice known to man. I, to this day, should not know what little Fizz's asshole looks like. I should not know what his peen looks like. That mushroom peen is forever living in my head rent free. Because again, everybody goes with the notion that I'm just going to show up and I'm just going to, you know, shake some tits and get all this money. 
And then you get addicted to the money. Cause damn, I made five grand just shaking my tits. Well, now it's a week later that five grand ain't there. And so now these people are sending you money, telling you what they want you to do with your body. So that, that's the part. I, I just don't like how people act like, oh, that's just all people are doing. Remember Suki, when she first came on there, she was just stripping and just showing us her body. Now she's on there. You know, she was on there pissing on herself, throwing up, sucking D, doing all types of degenerate stuff to, you know what I'm saying, to get revenue on OnlyFans. So why is he acting like the only thing his daughter would be doing on OnlyFans is flashing and showing her nipples? Sir, just say that in 21 years, you want us to watch your daughter get banged out. That's the vibe I'm getting. You, you already have no problem with us watching your wife. And now you're planting seeds for people to look at your daughter in the same way. And that's disturbing to me. I just, I don't know. I just feel like as a parent, as a father, it's your job to want to protect your child to go down the most, you know what I'm saying? To go down the best path as possible, the less traumatic path as possible. And a lot of people who end up doing sex work, they are traumatized. They go through a lot. You know what I'm saying? It's not easy. You know what I'm saying? People make it look like it's easy because it's a lot of money. And yes, the money is there. But imagine how many souls you've had to swap, you know, you've had to swap sex with. Soul ties and just these connections and these crazy people. So it's sad. It's, it's definitely, you know, it takes a lot of energy. I don't know. I just, I think the whole thing is weird. I didn't even know he was like doing all this stuff until I started seeing it on my timeline. So anyways, child, Andrew Tate <laughs> is now speaking on it. He did an interview with um, Tucker Carlson. I'm halfway. I, I like to watch full interviews. I'm halfway through the full interview. I want to finish watching the rest tonight. But Andrew Tate had something to say about Adam 22 as well. So let me find that clip here. Okay. This is Andrew Tate. Oh, hold on. Oh, why is it saying it has no sound? I hate when Instagram does that. Let me see if I can refresh my page. Hold on. Let me see if the sound comes on. Nope. Let me find it on Twitter. I hate when Instagram does that. Adam 22, Andrew Tate. Okay, here it goes. Let me share this screen. Sorry about that. Sometimes Instagram will not play audio and I do not know why. Okay, here it goes. I don't want to make personal enemies as people I don't know. There's a guy called Adam 22. Once again, I have no idea who this man is. I just saw on Twitter yesterday that he was with a porn star who'd never done a male scene. They got married and like a week after their marriage, she did her first male scene with some random dude and he's on a podcast defending it. Did his wife have sex with somebody else? Correct. Why? Like this, this is the level you could, this, but this is what the matrix wants from you as a man. They want the woman in charge and the man below with no backbone, because if the woman's in charge, they can emotionally affect her. They can scare her. You can scare a woman easier than you can scare a man, a man. A real man's hard to scare. A woman, you can make afraid of the vaccine, right? Be afraid, COVID, be scared. 
If she's in charge of the household, I would argue in nearly any household where the female was dominant, everyone's vaccinated. I would argue that point, huh? I don't want to make personal enemies of people. I don't. Okay, I don't. I don't know how. <laughs> I don't know how I went from uh, Adam twenty two to you know the act scene, child. You know, Andrew Tate has a lot of his own issues. You know, he's fighting a lot of his own demons right now in cases in Romania. But um, yeah, I think that it is very it's disingenuous to like what he's doing. I feel like he's doing all of this. He's pushing this for attention because everybody is talking about it. Uh, matter of fact, there was another uh, video where some kid was calling out uh, Adam 22. It was Adam 22, Lena, and I want to say Aiden Ross and some other Aiden Ross's friend. Okay, I think this is it here. Let me play y'all this clip. Hold on. And he's basically going in on Lena. Okay, let me unmute this. Let me meet you. My boy, my, my boy Neon here, you know, he, he, he's a great guy. You know, he just hasn't had the fortune enough to have sex yet, you know, but he's ready. I'm waiting for the perfect girl, to be honest. Yeah, yeah. Neon, what are your standards again? I, 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 think, I think you're the perfect one. <laughs> me? Yeah. Why me? Uh, I don't know. You're, you just look beautiful to me. Um, I have a question, um, Mr. Adam. Yeah. What the fuck is wrong with you, bro? <laughs> like, are you like genuinely okay in that? Like, genuine question, bro. Are you fucking psycho? What What is the thing that you think makes me psycho? I mean, you let your wife literally get trained by a black guy, bro. Like, are you fucking stupid? <laughs> well, it's just one guy. It's not really a train. <laughs> Hold on. Let's backtrack, Neon, really quick. Look at those three virgins in the back just smiling. Fucking virgins. Fuck you. <laughs> Listen, hold on, This is yeah, bro. Because I'm a, no, I'm gonna be honest. I'm a Muslim and I don't fuck with this shit. Dead ass. That's why I'm a virgin. I'm waiting for, for marriage and I don't fuck with this. So Allah told you to not get any pussy or what? Or did you read it in the whoa, Quran whoa, somewhere? Whoa, 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 Yo, neon. I don't know who in their right mind is fucking you. First off. Second off, if I wanted to, I could easily fuck your bitch. I put that on my mother's life. Wallahi, fuck you. I don't think you got it in you. I don't got it in me. I will beat your ass, bro. You won't. Yeah, okay. All right, bro. So, um, Lena, do you think I look good? Be honest. No, I'm not down. I just saw this whole interaction play out, and I was like, definitely not fucking this guy. Hold on, back up. Everyone back the fuck up. Neon, hold on. Real quick. You know, before you got in here, Adam said, you know, he would he would have considered it, but I, and now it's probably never going to happen. Yeah, Neon. Paul, like oh, I'm sorry. In that case, I apologize, uh, sir. But if you're super religious, would only like need to be married and stuff? I mean, we can get married. Who gives a fuck about this guy on the top? We're already married. <laughs> I mean, it's obviously not lasting. Look at this guy, bro. He's probably gonna die like before he's fifty, bro. Yo, so wait, you think you're a more high value male than me? Uh, no shit. I'm rich. I'm religious. I'm a good How kid. How are you rich? You're nineteen. Trash bag okay. as a backdrop. <laughs> oh yeah. Yeah, I don't think so. Yeah, I'm gonna go out on a limb and say I have a higher net worth than you, unless you got really, really don't lucky. Care. On don't care. You're gonna burn in hell. You have literally no morals. And your wife's a whore. I said it. I don't give a fuck. There, there is no hell. Okay. If, I'm gonna do great in the afterlife. And my wife is a beautiful queen, neon. Okay. Cool. So you're you really think that her value? I think you're actually more that dramatically. That I thought you entering her besides my own. Huh? You really think that one cock entering her depleted her value that dramatically? Yes. <laughs>
I can assure you it wasn't that big a deal. I mean, it, it was wasn't. Yeah, it that wasn't big. that big. Yeah, letting your wife get trained by a 10-inch fucking... <laughs> I can't see that word, but... Yeah. I don't know, bro. Like, All right. I'm just like... He was gonna drop a hard R. Oh, I, yeah, I know what kind of guy you are now. <laughs> Can we? Where's the? Where's the kick mods? He, he was Yo, gonna say hard R. Okay, we're not watching this whole. I didn't know it was six minutes. This is a mess. So again, like I, <laughs> this is a mess. But this is what's viral right now, right? So this is what like all the young folks on social media are talking about. And again, to me, it just it just plants seeds on where we're at in society. They're, these are the adults. A lot of times we blame young people and we say, you know, oh, this generation, Adam 22 is what, damn near 40? Is he 40? You know, some people age like spoiled milk, honey. What is Adam's age? I know he ain't 22. Let me Google his age. He's 39, so he'll be 40 soon. You know, so it's just like these are grown folks. And, you know, again, this is what a lot of young people are watching. He has a major platform. You know, he has a huge, way bigger platform than me. So this is like the stuff that he's pushing. So I don't know. I just find the whole situation just crazy that at his big age, he's out here doing that. It's insane. Let me go ahead and read some of these super chats here. <laughs> um, let's see here. Uh, Darylin Quick says, Suki claims to be for sexual liberation, but then she starts to shame women for being for, for being with multiple men. Ooh, that's a really good point. That That is a really good point. It's like people get mad when, you, when they talk about being slut shame, but then she'll find an, another way to slut shame women who are with multiple men. That's very interesting. So thank you. Um, Marcus, the CEO, says, glad to see you live. Did you hear about Madonna almost dying due to a bacterial infection? Love your content. And the new deep dive is popping. Thank you so much. I heard that she almost died, but I thought people were saying it was from something else. How did she catch a bacterial infection? Going to STD or something, child. Yeah, I got to look up more about that. I did hear she was in the hospital. I'm glad she's okay. Yeah, okay, I heard somebody said they had to use Narcan on her. So now it's a bacterial infection. I thought it was like a drug overdose the other day. So Narcan for a bacterial infection, the math ain't mathing. Somebody's probably trying to get another BBL and caught an infection because they're not telling the truth about what's going on with her. Um, let's see here. Kyra sent 499. She says, Suki always says everything she does is for her kids. If a self-respecting job isn't an option, but that's not as if a stop, as if a self-respect. <laughs> that's a good point. She says, as if a self-respecting job isn't an option, but that's none of my business. Love you, love you too. Yeah, people always, I'm doing it for my kids and my children because you know, again. Working a nine to five is beneath people. It's easier to, you know, bust it open on OnlyFans and, you know, do all that stuff. So thank you for the super chat, love. Um, Muina sent 1999 says, hey, T, both of my parents are African as well. My mom is Muslim. My dad is Christian. However, they both still do African, African spirituality. I'm a Christian. They think I'm ashamed of my culture, but I'm not. I'm an African sister. Okay, that's what's up. Thank you for the super chat, love. Uh, Savage Princess sent $39.99 in Zarmoney. She says, first time showing 
Support love from South Africa. That's what's up. Thank you so much for coming through. Um, let's see here. Ooh, hold on, my screen just refreshed. Uh, Tina Small says, T, are you going to the Beyonce concert? I have reservations about it. Something in my spirit don't feel right. I really love your content. Um, no, I had no plans because her tickets are super expensive and I'm not I'm not paying thousands of dollars to see Beyonce. Um, not when I got bills, honey. And I just moved recently, so I had to get my house together. So yeah, Beyonce won't get my coins this go around, maybe next time. I went to her last concert when she was in Minneapolis and it was, you know, we had good seats. The The prices were decent, but I'm not paying thousands of dollars to go see Beyonce. But... You know, y'all have fun. <laughs> um, let's see here. Um, Love Simple says, glad to see you, T, recovering from stress-related seizures. Oh, wow. Just got out the hospital with scary and unexpected. Please look after yourself, Love from London. Thank you so much, and I hope you start feeling better. That is scary, yes. Definitely cannot stress yourself out. Try to minimize your stress as much as possible. Uh, let's see here. Bougie Bijor says, T, the comments on IG made me sick. Sad to see that marriage is such a joke in this generation. This guy is pimping out his wife, point blank, period. Yeah, I think, you know, I don't know if, she's ne if he's necessarily pimping her out because she's a porn star. She's a proud porn star. She's been doing porn for a long time. But I do think that he's pimping the situation. I do believe that. I believe that they decided to do this to go viral and to get people to come back to No Jumper after they lost a lot of viewership. I definitely believe that. Um, let's see here. Tyrone Hill says, she's a pretty girl, but yo, now Adam is saying he would let Aiden Ross hit. It's too much. That relationship slash marriage is over. Yeah. Yeah, it, like now I think, and I don't know if he's joking, but now it is sounding like he's pimping her in that aspect. If he's talking about allowing other streamers to have their way with her. Um, and again, it's like, why are they doing this? They don't need the money. So they're just being degenerates just for attention. Because now the new currency is not even money. It's just about going viral. It's about clicks, views, attention. So it's it's just weird. It's really weird, especially being that they both have a daughter. Uh, Lashanta says, I don't know if they're still investigating or not. He was accused of having a relationship with underage girls. Adam is disgusting and needs to be in jail. Oh, wow. Yeah, I heard something about him with underage girls, but I thought it was just him sliding into DMs. I didn't know he had relationships, so I don't know. I haven't looked into that. That's crazy. Um, farm da set five says marriage is whatever you want it to be the tax code doesn't give you a rule book i mean i guess you know marriage can be whatever you want it to be but if you're talking about the biblical sense of the word marriage that's not what marriage is if you're talking about biblically speaking so i just think a lot of people are just making marriage just whatever they want it to be because that way they just, they want to do that in the guise of being able to cheat and have their cake and eat it too. So I, I, I want the, the wedding. I want everybody to come out and have a good time. I want the social media attention, you know, that I'm married. 
but then I want to have my cake and eat it too and just not be monogamous and still use marriage being whatever I want it to be as an excuse to cheat. Just don't get married. It's that simple. Just just be single or just be in a regular relationship and just have an open relationship. Why bring marriage into it? Marriage was something that's supposed to be biblical under the eyes of God. Why bring God into it if you're not really wanting to practice the laws of marriage? So just, just say you want to cheat. Just cheat in peace. <laughs> Mr. Blackman, don't cheat. <laughs> just cheat in peace. I mean, I'm just saying, like, why bring God into it? Why get married in the church? Why get married before the law? Why put rings on? Like, why do it? Why go through the whole charade? Just cheat and fuck around. Like, you know, I, I would respect that more than wasting everybody's time. But the problem is a lot of people are attention whores. Y'all want the attention. Y'all want the wedding gifts. Y'all want the, the, the wedding. Y'all want the bridal shower. Y'all want the groom shower, you know, whatever, the groomsmen parties. Y'all want everything that comes with it but the work before God. Just keep it real. Just say y'all like all the material shit. Y'all want the gift cards. Y'all want the money. Y'all want folks to come to y'all's wedding with fat envelopes. But y'all don't want to do the work. Yeah, marriage, yeah, marriage is, is a joke these days. It really is. So, you know, again, everybody's going to make their own, you know, interpretation of what marriage is. But I think a lot of people are not serious about marriage nowadays. It's just a trend. It's just a party. It's just to say that I'm married. I mean, even women who are married, who try and throw it in like single women's faces. But I have a husband. Okay, but your husband fucks everybody in the neighborhood. Ma'am, we don't care. Like, <laughs> like your your husband doesn't even take his marriage seriously. So you can't, you can't throw your marriage in my face. You know, so again, marriage is whatever people want it to be. But a lot of marriages these days, I just don't take them seriously. I, I don't take them seriously. When people try and throw them in people's faces, like, oh, I'm, I'm a wife. And what that mean? Because again, in this day and age, people don't take it seriously. So even saying that you're a wife or that you're married, to me, it just, I, I don't care. It, it doesn't mean anything to me anymore, sadly. So Adam 22, you know, having a wife and being married, that means nothing to me because the way that they carry their marriage. So a lot of people use it as a way to like demean other people. Like, you know, we're married, you know, we're a married couple. But if you still behave and act like you're single, then don't tell me about your marriage. Don't, don't tell me that you're a wife or you're a husband. Like you can't be screaming that, you know, I got a wife. I was married now. But you're smashing this person and you're not faithful. So, yeah, I just think the meaning of marriage is not the same in this day and age. People just use it to shame other people. <laughs> they use marriage to shame others. I see marriage being more used as a shaming tactic or a way to shut people down than people actually practicing the real meaning of marriage. <laughs> I'm just saying, yeah, people be having whole work wives. I got a husband. Yeah, well, your husband has a work wife, okay? <laughs> I'm just saying. I'm just keeping it real. So I just, yeah, people just, you know, I guess. Wendy Williams was married too. Shit. They were. Uh, let's see here. 
Deja Vu says she would post peen pics. Wait, is that corn? Corn? Are y'all writing porn? She would post. She wrote a corn emoji. I don't know what the corn emoji means. She posts her corn pics of her baby and innocent breastfeeding videos on her page at the same time, selling babies to creeps. Oh, you talking about Adam 22's baby? So the porn wife would post breastfeeding pictures on her Instagram right alongside her porn pictures. Wow. That's crazy. Like I said, I've never heard of either one of these people. Well, Lena the Plug, I'd never heard of her. That's disturbing. And then now the father's saying that he doesn't mind if the daughter does OnlyFans when she's of age. Well, at least we know that she'll have a built-in fan base per the mama breastfeeding her and shit. That's weird. I guess. Um, there's a, I mean, there's this black lady that was out here. And you to me, it had to be some type of fetish. She had these huge ass boobs. They were like just the size of a big, you know, I don't know, just her boobs were like out to here. And her son would be like sleep on like his tricycle and she'd prop him up on the tricycle and breastfeed him. I'm, and, and then it's like, it was filmed for the internet. And I'm like, you can't tell, this is not breastfeeding. Like at this point, y'all are using y'all's children for nonsense. Y'all remember that video? It was viral all over Twitter. And she's like, I'm, you know, my son, I need to feed my son even when he's asleep. And he's like on a bicycle and she just has this huge boob propped on the bicycle trying to feed him. There's a lot of degenerate ass people out here. Yeah, that's disturbing that people are using their kids for stuff like that. Somebody else says there's a clip where they joke that they've had a foursome because they filmed a threesome with Lena and she was still pregnant with their daughter. They are weird. Oh, y'all are spilling all the Adam 22 tea. I didn't know about that. So when she was pregnant, she was doing porn. <laughs> I didn't know that this 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 married couple was they're off the damn Okay, all right. All right. Uh Goth Boy says your husband is gay in my Wendy Williams voice. Laugh my ass off, T. I love you. There's a video of Adam grabbing a man's ass and saying, damn, it's thick. I'm going to need y'all to make some Adam compilation videos. I didn't know this man was doing all this. I just thought he did a few hip hop interviews and that was it. I've never like dwelled into like who Adam 22 was. So he's bi as well. Whose ass was he grabbing? Was it a gangster rapper's ass? <laughs> <laughs> y'all is spilling all the damn Adam 22 and he worships Satan oh is that why he was saying that there's no hell when the boy was like you're gonna burn in hell he was like there's no hell he's a Satan worshiper too okay well I'm glad I don't know a whole lot about Adam 22 child okay so he wants his daughter to do OnlyFans he smashed his porn star wife while she was pregnant and said that they were doing a foursome. 
The porn star wife posts his breastfeeding pictures next to her porn pictures. He's a Satanist. Anything else? And then he grabs Thickman's asses. Did I miss anything else? <laughs> Did I miss anything else if I add on 22? Damn. Is he an atheist or a Satanist? They're not the same thing. Because some people are saying he's a Satanist. And some people are saying he's an atheist. Those are two totally different things. Yeah, okay. I, I, I'm off of them. Uh, let's see here. Child Bella, every politician like de Blasio are making marriage a joke. Now him and Livianto wife are in an open marriage. Shake my head. Yeah, it, it is. It's a mess out here. Uh, and Julia said 1999, she says, first time catching live, been watching you for 10 years, though. Just want to throw some money at you. Thank you, and Julia. I appreciate you, love. Kayla Thomas says, some married women really do, do really do love bragging about married and miserable. Like, girls, stay single. It seems more peaceful. Yeah, you know, that's not everybody's marriage. You know, let's to, you know, to be fair, there are some good marriages. There are people who are genuinely in love and who respect you know, their relationship, they respect marriage, but it's the ones who try and use it to throw it in other people's faces that I've noticed that the ones who are always screaming, I'm married, I got a husband. Usually they're not that content because if you got to keep reminding people that you have a husband and that you're married, um, you know, people who are married are just married. They're just living their life. They don't have to use that as a way to shame other people. So. Oh shit. Money bag mom must be in the building. All I see is money bags. Hey, Moneybag Mo, Moneybag Mo done came through and dropped $299.99. Thank you so much, sis. I appreciate you. Moneybag Mo comes through. She drops a huge bag and she just keeps it moving. I love you for that. Thank you so much. Uh, Jillian sent $10, says, hey, just got here. Hope you're doing well. Hey, sis, hope you're doing good. Jillian had a good time at my event um, in ATL. She came all the way from Ohio. So it's so good to meet you. So thank you. So let's see here. The next topic I want to hit on, we got, we got to talk about this Jocelyn Hernandez situation here. Uh, she's another person that has a lot of issues. So if you guys remember, she had got into it not too long ago um, with some girl that was on her show jocelyn's cabaret big liz liz or lex or something like that and so there was a new video that came up of jocelyn fighting the police this video is disturbing as hell she's clearly coked out her mind i don't know why people still excuse this woman so let's go ahead and watch this video here i don't want no white man no one's gonna touch you shut up bitch oh. You shut up, bitch! Why? You shut up! I don't want to play too much just because, you know, the algorithm, the senses and stuff. Jocelyn, I just feel like I don't understand, like, why she's even still popular. And I was thinking to myself the other day, I was like, you know, it seems like she keeps receiving all these blessings. You know, she has her own show. You know, she was supposed to be left with Love and Hip Hop, ATL. To me, she should have been left on the cutting room floor, but she's constantly getting all these blessings. Um, 
you see her fighting the cops as if they're Zeus security. She's calling the cops crackers. But imagine if these same cops would have called her, you know, out her name or, you know, called her the N word or the S word. It had been an issue. And then I had to think to myself, you know, we keep saying that these people are getting blessed. They're, they're you know, they're so blessed. They have shows. They're making money. They're, they're viral. And then I have to remember what my homeboy told me a long time ago. And he told me a long time ago that the devil gives blessings too. You know, the devil gives gifts as well. So many times we think that blessings are coming from God. They're coming from the Lord or, oh, that person's blessed. They're rich. That person is blessed. They have money. That person is blessed. They have fame. All these blessings aren't necessarily coming from God. Some of these blessings are coming straight from the devil. Even when she was talking, she sounded like she was possessed. Her voice was all extra deep and demonic. Get off me, bitch. She sounded like she could be the voice for the exorcist. Jocelyn needs to like really chill out. She just, she, she just, she looks horrible. She's always coked out her mind, always fighting. You know, I don't understand like what Zeus is doing right now. And the sad thing is Zeus used to be a Christian network. And then they left that because they, they, they're getting more money and they're getting a bag for perpetuating ratchetness and drama. But yeah, it's, it's true that the devil be giving gifts too. And I have to remind myself of that. Like sometimes we think that, you know, these people are blessed because they're getting money and they're rich and, but you don't really know where those blessings are coming from. And I think Jocelyn Hernandez, she needs to sit the hell down. I think it's sad. Yeah, Zeus used to be a Christian network. Y'all can go, y'all can research it. They used to have Christian programming and go tell it on the mountain. <laughs> yeah, but they said nobody was watching the Christian stuff. So he switched it up and, you know, he started doing ratchet television. And, you know, can you really blame them? I mean, think about loving hip hop and, you know, a lot of these shows, those are the shows that are viral, you know, but they've taken it over the top. Like I said, when I was in Atlanta, I got a chance to watch the Bad Girls Club um, on Zeus. And I just, I did not understand the point of the show. All they did was fight and they were all chasing a bag. We're about to get the bag. We're about to get the, like every night they were on their way to go get a bag. But they're literally like 12 girls splitting like $10,000. So when it was all said and done, they were only walking away with like a thousand bucks. And I'm like, you just got your ass whooped for a bag? I don't know. It's just a lot. I think Natalie Nunn has done good for herself because she's an you know, executive producer. She's getting her money. Nicki Minaj recently sided her out on that song. you know. But the other girls, all the baddies, they're getting exploited. They're not getting the Natalie Nunn bag. They're not getting the Zeus bag. They're not getting the Jocelyn Hernandez bag. So I don't know. I just, I find the show very just, it's, it's really interesting. They're always running to get a bag. This <laughs> is like, what? But yeah, Jocelyn needs to like, she needs to calm down on the Coke. She needs to slow down on the Coca. It's a bit too much now. It's a bit too much. That video was just really disturbing her fighting the police. Hold on, let me see something real quick. See if I could pull it up. Yeah, let me show y'all. I was trying to pull up. There used to be a Christian network. 
remember they were one of the first people remember that show that came out back in like 2018 2019 the real preachers of la that initially premiered on zeus network yep it was a faith-based executive producer dedicated faith-based african-american consumers yeah they used to have a lot of christian programming but he wasn't making money off of it he wasn't getting the attention people weren't supporting it so once they switched up and started going the ratchet route and he connected with natalie nunn and they decided to you know reinvent the bad girls club that's when they really made a name for themselves and they spun it off to you know crazy in love with krishan and blueface and Jocelyn's cabaret but yeah it used to be a christian network so it, it's sad it's sad so now i want to talk about i've been on here for an hour and 24 minutes time is flying y'all we have over nine thousand people in the house thank y'all for coming through make sure y'all hit that like button if y'all are having a good old funky time please hit that like button um Somebody says, don't T.D. Jakes own Zeus. I don't know. People keep saying that T.D. Jakes, excuse me, has like stock in Zeus or something like that. I'm not sure. But it's um, it's uh, Lemuel Plummer, though. He's the CEO. And he's a really nice guy. I've met him before. He's really nice. But um, he needs to like, he's, he's another one that needs balance. Because the shows on there that I see now are just ratchet. There's no balance on that network. But let me go ahead. We're going to talk about Aoki. Now, she went viral the other day for her opinion on Kiki Palmer's uh, baby daddy. I love how everybody keeps saying that this is her husband. That, that man is not her husband. That is her baby's dad. And so she went viral. She had an opinion about the situation, but a lot of people did not agree with her opinion. So let me go ahead and play this for you guys. Give me just a second here. Let me share my screen. Aoki was just doing a bit much for me. Of the chance to like punch that. Let me, let me refresh this. Hold on. Kiki Palmer's boyfriend. I don't know anything about him really besides the current thing. But let me just say, I hate that man. I pray and plot on his downfall. I hate him. I... I'm disgusted. I think when my friend told me that, we were just like sitting and I was like, what? I would love the chance to like punch that. Like who? I am appalled. No couth, not one drop of couth. Like there's so many things wrong with it, but the way he did it was insane. What he had to say was fucking stupid. And the way he did it was so unhinged. And the follow-up was unhinged. Don't ever talk about Akila again. Ever. Disgusting. And it makes me sick. Because she gave that man a beautiful child. And he is yapping on the internet? Why do men talk? Ever. Just never talk again. Anyway, go watch Kiki's Kamala Harris interview. Because she's so cute and so wonderful. And ask all the questions that we want answers to. So... Girl, shut your ass up. Anyways, then everybody drug her. Because everybody was like, girl, shut the fuck up. First of all, your daddy is Russell Simmons. But we're going to come back to that. So after everybody drug her, 
She then doubled down and she came back the next day like a weirdo. So this is what she said the next day. I'm trying to blow this up here for just a second so y'all can see this. She says, mother period. And she posts a picture of Kiki Palmer. Classy, gorgeous, amazing, sexy, perfect, a queen, a mother to a gorgeous, happy, healthy baby. We love you at Kiki. Then she says here, this is really little, so I got to come in. Uh, don't something, don't something evidence, but Kiki, if you want to jump him, just let me know. So now she's willing to put hands on a grown man. Then she posted a video of Akila the Bee and says, I have been a ride or die since this day. So anyways, anyway, she was giving me uh, straight up, she was coming off like a scorned lover. And I just thought it was weird. I'm like, why are you all loud? Like, it's one thing to have an opinion, right? Because everybody had an opinion about the situation. So I'm not going to say she can't have an opinion. But her opinion was like, one, has she ever even met Kiki? But two, like, she was talking about she hates him. She's preying on his downfall. I felt like that was a bit harsh. And if you care about the fact that Kiki just gave birth to a healthy baby boy, then you have to care that that man is also that healthy baby boy's father. The thing is, it's funny that she has all this smoke for Kiki's baby daddy. And I felt like a lot of that was misplaced anger. Okay. Just tell us that you're mad at your father, Russell, for the, the nonsense that he put your mother through and stop projecting it onto Darius Jackson. The fact that she's talking about, you know, if you need help, let me know. We can jump him. Your daddy was out here allegedly aring women and, and sexually assaulting women for years, I might add. And I'm not gonna, even going to say that it started with your mother because he's been in the game for a long time, even before he got with your mother underage. He's been accused of assaulting women. But when these victims came out, you and your mother had all the excuses in the world. Y'all claimed it was a, you know, it was, it was a conspiracy. You know, they're trying to bring down a strong black king. Y'all had all these excuses. Y'all victim shame people. This man hasn't done a, a fraction of what your father's accused of, yet you want to put hands on this grown man? Yet you're saying that you're praying on his downfall? Sis, simmer down. Simmer down before... Your your own father's skeletons really come pouring out. Because it wasn't a good look. She's doing a bit much. Again, as much as your father has been accused of, I've never once heard Kiki or anybody else come out and say they're going to jump your daddy. I've never heard anybody come out and say that they prayed for his downfall and wish, you know, horrible things to befall your father. You need to simmer down. I think she's loving the attention from when she went viral <laughs> a few weeks ago, and now she don't know how to act. Again, everybody is entitled to speak on a viral story, but I felt like her commentary just, it, it did not, it didn't match what he did. She was a bit too angry about some shit that one, don't have nothing to do with her, 
But when you're talking about you hate somebody and you're praying on their downfall, those are really strong words. The fact that you're projecting that energy on a situation that has nothing to do with you is insane. So by that logic, everybody should be praying on your father's downfall. And, you know, we should all hate your father because what he's been accused of is a lot worse than anything Darius has been accused of. Just saying. So I'm going to need her to act like a Harvard graduate and actually talk with some common sense and some cooth about herself. So I, I don't know, just the, the whole, you know, trying to act hood like, girl, have you ever even been in a physical fight, let alone you're trying to jump a grown man? Have you ever even physically fought another woman in school? It just doesn't make sense. Like, just keep acting like the pampered princess that, that we've known you to be for the past 20-something years. This ghetto persona is not you. Stop. Be yourself. <laughs> like, what the hell? And people saying, oh, you know, she might have been joking. No, she was dead serious because, again, if she was joking, why would she come back and double down? And, again, why, if you're joking, why even joke in that manner? She could have simply just said something like, you know what, um, I don't think it's okay for a man to tell a woman how to dress. You know, Kiki, keep your head up. Just something, you know, cute and, and, and classy. That's usually the responses that she's always given. But it's like, you know, let me be extra hood and ghetto and we gonna jump and we gonna like, girl, sit down, sit down. I think she was doing a bit much. And especially, like I said, being that her father has been accused of so much nonsense, I think she should leave that smoke for her father. You know, the one that, you know, ran to Bali and sneaks into the country when convenient and then runs back to Bali. So I don't I just find the whole situation funny. But um, let me see here. I also wanted to hit on this before I go, because I've been on here for almost two hours. Uh, if you guys do not know, it is getting serious right now in the movie industry. The actors are talking. They were supposed to be coming up with a resolution, I think, by midnight tonight. If not, all of the actors in Hollywood, the studios, um, production they're going on strike it is getting that bad now we talked about this um during my event in Atlanta and I was telling you guys how a lot of the streaming content and big tech is really affecting the industry because a lot of people are now waking up and they want their money and see these TV networks, they struck these deals with these, not with the internet companies, but with the tech companies to provide content on these streaming platforms. And when they did that, they left all of the actors and the people who made the shows what they were. They left them out of the negotiations. So basically, every time you stream a show, um, these people, they don't get any residuals. You only get re residuals when your project is on television. So let's say we're watching America's Next Top Model on MTV. Tyra Banks and all the people involved in America's Next Top Model, not the models, of course, but everybody else gets residuals. Let's say we're watching the Cosby show on TV. All of the Cosby kids, all of the actors, the people who are involved, um, 
well, not everybody, but the actors, the directors, um, not the writers, they all get residuals. But what has happened now with streaming is that none of these people are getting their residuals. And because the economy is getting worse, um, a lot of people, you know, are not living how they once were living. The money is not coming in. Hollywood is going broke. Go woke, go broke. These movies are not doing good. Um, this was the worst year for Disney because of just all of these woke movies that they're making. You know, the race swapping, the gender swapping, you know, um, Pixar, that movie, what was that called? With the fire people and the water people, y'all can write it. That was one of like the worst Pixar debuts for a movie. I think Elemental, that's what it was called, Elemental. So there's a lot of stuff that's going on right now in the industry. And so first we had the writers, they had started striking about, I think it's going on two months now. But the difference is with the writers, it hasn't really affected us, the consumers as much. Why? When the initial writing strike happened back in 2008, it kind of affected everybody. We were able to physically see it because all the television shows were doing reruns. None of the late night shows, they weren't doing any, you know, like live shows because all of the writers were on strike. So you physically saw it in 2008. But in 2023, because we're being distracted, right? We have Netflix, we have Hulu, we have Prime, we have YouTube. Nobody's even really watching TV like that. So they're not feeling it because we're not really watching TV like that. So they're still striking longer than they expected because everybody's like, okay, I really don't watch these shows. I mainly watch YouTube or I'm watching reruns or I'm watching whatever on Hulu. So now their only play left because again, nothing is working out in the favor now for the writers. So now they're begging the actors to get involved. And the actors are now willing to get involved because why their pockets are being affected because now they're not making their money. They're not making their residuals. And another thing that's really being talked about now is AI. There's now AI that's being dedicated to mimicking these celebrities, their mannerisms. And so now they're saying, well, we don't really need to pay Meryl Streep or whatever actress thousands and thousands of dollars, we can just make an AI generated version. There are some deep fakes that are out now that are so good, it's scary, that you cannot even tell the difference. So this AI conversation is really starting to take hold on the industry. And a lot of people are really scared. Yes, uh, Eyes to the Soul, that Black Mirror episode that came out, you notice a lot of celebrities have been talking about that. Because a lot of things they'll put in these TV shows as a warning for what's to come. So now you got a lot of celebrities talking about that latest Black Mirror episode. So thank you for bringing that up. So yeah, it's, it's, it's getting real. So let me go ahead and play y'all this news clip here. I got a few news clips. So this is what's going on in LA. And if you guys don't know, I am a part of SAG-AFRA. Um, I got my SAG-AFRA when I was doing acting in LA. So I was able to join the union. 
Um, I don't live in LA anymore, so I don't pay no damn union union dues because I don't live out there. I don't go on auditions and all that stuff. But um, even SAG Afro was sending emails and stuff. So, and I haven't heard from them in a while. So it's it's really serious, and it's it's sad because these are people's livelihoods. So we're gonna watch this news clip here. It is getting real in LA. Ginger, thank you. Time is running out for SAG-AFTRA as the union looks to reach a deal before its contract expires now, at midnight. They have agreed to a federal mediator to help resolve their contract dispute, but members say they are ready to strike. KTLA's Annie Rose Ramos is live outside their headquarters in Mid-Wilshire with the latest. Good morning, Annie Rose. Hey, Eric, good morning to you. That's exactly right. I'm standing in front of their office right here in L.A., and you took the words right out of my mouth. They are agreeing to meet with those federal mediators. Uh, they just agreed to that in the past 24 hours. That's the major update. But here's what hasn't changed. They still have to come to an agreement by midnight. So the studios and those network streaming services, they all asked for those federal federal mediators to get involved and sag after said we will agree to meet with them but they also released a statement take a look at this this is what they are saying according to that statement they say in part we are committed to the negotiating process and will explore and exhaust every possible opportunity to make a deal however we are not confident that the employers have any intention of bargaining toward an agreement. Now, according to CNN, no comment about the mediation request or its acceptance from the Alliance of Motion Pictures and Television Producers, which is negotiating on behalf of the studios, have said anything about this. They haven't made any comments. But if this doesn't work, SAG will be the second union to strike and its impacts could be devastating. There's a huge economy in Los Angeles and in other major production hubs like Atlanta, New York, Toronto, London, so many others that lose billions of dollars, not to mention the livelihoods of thousands upon thousands of below the line workers. All right, the SAG After Union releasing this video of their members gearing up to go on strike with the studios and streaming services. The two sides are haggling over a lot of the same issues that are at the core of why the Writers Guild of America are on strike, like higher wages, increased residual payments, and setting up guardrails around the use of artificial intelligence. Hollywood is already 80% shut down since the writers went on strike in May. And if the actors join them on the picket lines, productions will be closed completely. Yesterday, and also in the past couple of weeks, actors have been joining the picket lines alongside WGA writers to show solidarity and show just how ready they are. Take a listen. Okay. <laughs> Why there no audio? <laughs> There's a let me we're gonna listen to this one man here. He was talking. I think it's gonna be shown B roll. Television producers, which has asked federal mediators to step into negotiations with SAG AFTRA. Now, SAG-AFTRA announced that it agreed to federal mediation, and they had extended contract negotiations back in June, but now they say they won't extend its deadline again to reach a deal before members go on strike. 
SAG-AFTRA union members are calling for better residual pay and safeguards around AI technology. And those are two things Writers Guild of America members are calling for, and they've been striking for months. Now two big Hollywood strikes are looming over the industry. So we're doing what unions have to do every couple decades or so. We're having to show our power to remind the companies, hey, you don't have anything without us. We're on strike until you give us a fair deal. And if we do that, which we are we are going to win, uh, then we are going to be able to, uh, to make a living in this town once again. If both unions struck together and were in solidarity, it would really have an impact on the industry without actors or writers. Picketing is expected to begin around 9 a.m. this morning and last until 1 p.m. Hello, I'm Mark Brown. Get more great. <laughs> Not Mark Brown. <laughs> Let me come back on the screen, child. Not Mark Brown popping up. He said, hello, I'm Mark Brown. <laughs> All right, so you guys just watched that clip. So it's definitely getting real. But one thing I hate, though, is when... Um, when something affects one and people really don't care until it affects them, I think the actors should have got involved when the writers were saying something. But again, people never really care when it, unless it affects them. And so now you got the actors saying, hey, we're not getting our money either. We're being played because streaming is going to be the new wave. You know, a lot of stuff is going to streaming. If you guys even remember, um, I would say even five, six years ago, like Netflix has always been around, but to like be on Netflix or to do like a Netflix movie, that was kind of seen as low budget, right? Like A-list actors and actresses were not doing Netflix, you know, movies. You know, you were seen as A-list if you were, if your movies were, premier were premiering on the big screen, not on Netflix. But now, because a lot of people rather be in their homes, they don't want to deal with, you know, everything that's going on, safety concerns, shootings, all that stuff. NetStream and streaming services have become so popular now. Now, NetStream is dealing with a lot of competition because now you have Amazon Prime, you have Hulu, you know, you have all these companies who are getting into streaming. And so you have a lot of actors there, even Tubi. <laughs> Even Tubi, honey, you got to put them in there. You know, so you have a lot of companies now who are, they're striking, they're striking deals with Hollywood and Hollywood is only thinking about themselves. You know, they're not thinking about the actors and the writers. And like that man was saying, if there's no actors and there's no writers, you have nothing. But the problem is this, they do have something, AI. And again, like I said before, the whole AI conversation, you know, we've been talking about AI for probably five plus years on this channel. And remember, everybody's whole idea, everybody looked at it like it was funny. We were all crazy conspiracy theorists and all oh, the robots are coming for all you fast food workers. I can't wait till the robots come. And now you see that the robots are here. AI is here and they're coming for every sector. It's not just fast food. You know, and unfortunately, even with the music industry, some of that AI music is so good. I don't give a damn about real Drake because I like the AI Drake better. He's less weird. He's not walking around here painting his nails. He's not just being attention seeking. And the AI Drake actually makes good music. <laughs> I'm just saying. So it's almost like, you know, at this point, 
I think a lot of these celebrities have a lot to worry about. And what I also noticed when I went into the comment sections of a lot of, you know, even on some of the YouTube channels, some of the news articles that were talking about this actor strike, a lot of people sadly do not care. They're saying, oh, well, burn Hollywood down. I don't want to support Hollywood. All they're doing is pushing agendas. I rather support homegrown content. I rather support, you know, the small indie companies that are making indie movies. So this is a chance for a lot of indie companies to come up as well. I think there's a shift. A lot of people are tired of celebrity culture. They're tired of Hollywood. They're tired of the corruption. So a lot of people, they really don't care right now. They don't feel, even though it's not the celebrity's fault per se, right? Because they're just there to do a job. You know, actors and actresses, they're just there to do a job. But I think because people are so tired of Hollywood and just all the corruption and just all the sleazeball shit that goes on, people have kind of just tuned out and they rather get their content elsewhere. So it's just very interesting to see like the attitudes now versus when the strikes versus the strikes that went on in 2008. So it's going to be interesting to see if they come up with some type of, you know, solution. But I definitely feel like these tech companies are being greedy. I definitely feel like these people should get residuals. You know, if you are making the content and you're the person who's acting and memorizing the lines and acting is not easy. I know it's very easy to criticize and say, oh, that person did a good job or they did a horrible job or that person's a horrible actor. Acting takes a lot of work. It is mentally, spiritually, it's it's a lot. It's draining, you know? And I think that they definitely deserve their residuals. But I also feel like outside of actors and actresses, they're not the only ones who make these shows. I think writers, they should have been getting residuals. You wrote the script. You thought of the idea. You put it together. How are the directors the only ones getting these huge paydays? I mean, I get it. You directed it. It's your vision on how you want to see, you know, how you wanted to see it play out on screen. But I feel like all of these people work together in moving parts. So why are they not being paid fairly? And am I saying that somebody who's a Z-list actor should get the same amount of money as Steven Spielberg? No, but they should get something, you know, just like in music. The people who mainly get money in music are the producers and the singers, but the people, you know, the songwriters, if you guys miss my deep dive on Prince, please watch that. Cause I talk about the songwriting industry and how corrupt it is. How a lot of songwriters, they don't get residuals. And these are the people who are writing some of our most favorite songs, timeless classics, and they don't get residuals. They don't get barely anything from streaming. So I think the whole system needs to be dismantled and it needs to be more fair. I don't know if that's going to happen in our lifetime, but it, it's really sad because when you see how much work it, it, it takes to put together a production, a movie, you know, I remember we were doing straight out of Compton, being on set for 17 hours. I've never done anything for 17 hours. That was crazy. Literally being on set getting there at six in the morning and leaving set as the sun is coming up. 
at two, three in the morning. Like people don't understand how much work it takes to put all this stuff together. But I think more people should get paid. I don't think it should just be the actors, actresses, directors, the writers. I, I think there should be something for anybody who is involved. If your name is on those credits at the end of a movie, they all should be getting some residuals. The costume designers, the grips, the graphers, don't just give me credit. Also compensate me. Because these movies are making millions of dollars globally. And whatever you get on the front end, that's it. A lot of people get will never see anything on the back end. So it's going to be interesting. It's going to be very interesting to see like how all of this stuff plays out. Um, you know, same with music. But I think that there's a cultural shift. I think a lot of people are tired of the same old, same old. And they don't care. This is why the music is lackluster. This is why a lot of these celebrities, they or artists, they just keep rapping about the same thing. And people are checking out. And I think they're seeing that. They're seeing that, you know, y'all are not doing the same numbers that y'all were doing a few years ago because there's nothing in it now. Anybody can be a celebrity. There's no differentiation. You know what I'm saying? Anybody can be an actor. Any rapper, you know, can be, oh, I want to act now. If I'm an actor, I can now be a rapper. There's, there's nothing. Everybody can just do anything. And I think that's where, you know, everything kind of got messed up. Because, before, and I'm not saying that you shouldn't be able to like switch professions if you want to do it, but I don't want to see actors in movies. I want to see people who this is what you've been doing from the time you were a kid. You're passionate about this. You went to acting school. You studied under, under some of the best acting teachers out there. You live and breathe acting. I don't want a random rapper trying to act a role that should be for an actor, for somebody who really went to acting school, for somebody who was really a theater kid. And I think that's the problem, is that everything has gotten so watered down. Just like now you have people, you know, oh, I, I just want to be a rapper, just, just because. Then they have somebody write their music. They've only been rapping for four months. Now they're the biggest people on, on TikTok. Whereas you have people who live and breathe rap. They live and breathe singing. They've been singing since that you can find videos of them at three years old singing. And they never get a chance to break into the industry because we're so busy just, you know, well, this person is famous, so we're going to have them be an actor, or a rapper, a, a, a DJ, a podcaster. It's insane. So I just don't think that we're getting like good art anymore. And I think that's the problem. It's very hard to like even get into some of these shows because the acting is so subpar. You know, like when we were young, when you watched the Cosby show, those were all trained actors and actresses. They lived their craft. Nobody wanted to see Theo rapping in a rap video. No, we know Theo for acting. You know, and I think that's the problem. Everything is just just so convoluted now and watered down. Anybody can do anything. That's why the music is the same. Everything just sounds the same. There's no feeling. Everything is a feature. I'm I'm over the features. I'm so over the I I, I haven't even you know, I'm a Cardi B fan. I haven't even listened to that Fendi song, Fendi whoever print, whatever her name is. It's like, no, I don't want another feature. I want an album. 
I'm over these features. These features are giving me lazy. Just like today, Lotto was trending because she's going to be doing something with John Woo or the, the guy from uh, K-pop. Y'all write his name. I probably said it wrong. <laughs> John Cook. John somebody. He, she's collaborating with a K-pop artist. It's like, why do y'all just keep collaborating? Just drop y'all's music. I just feel like everything is just so watered down now. It's just so watered down. I just want good music. John Cook, is that his name? Yeah. And so she was trending today on Twitter and people were like, who's Lotto? <laughs> who's Lotto was trending on Twitter because half of the K-pop people are like, who is this that he's collaborating with? You know, and we know she's only going to go, you know, go into K-pop because it's very popular. So now I can get some of the K-pop people as fans too. It, it's just, it's annoying. I just feel like everybody's just doing mediocre. Just mediocre. So, yeah, you know, the K-pop army, they don't play. And this is why, like I said, K-pop, uh, Afrobeat, a lot of these other genres now are surpassing American mainstream music. What Bow Wow was saying last week at the BET Awards or two weeks ago was very real. This is the first year that hip-hop is not even charting. That says a lot. You got people literally collaborating with people based off of TikTok and not because they have a passion for what they're doing. You have people who are literally blowing up because there's a bunch of kids doing dances to TikTok. And then when you listen to the album, it's mediocre. So I just feel like everything is just way too, it's just too convoluted right now. No, his name is not John Wick. John Wick is a movie. No, John Woo or something like that. What was his name again? Let me see if I can find it. Yeah, he's doing a collaboration with Lotto. And so she was trending today because everybody, I guess the K-pop, he was like, who the hell is that? John Cook. That's his name, Cook. Let me see if I can find it. Or June Cook, some child. Yeah, here it is. Lotto teaming up. Let me show y'all this article. Lotto is teaming up with June Cook of BTS for a new single. I don't know if this, oh, this is a teaser. All right, can't play no more because you know the algorithm, YouTube. But yeah, so yeah, she's going to be collaborating with him. So again, it's just another collaboration. I just, I don't care anymore about these collaborations. Um, drop albums, drop, you know, your own single. I am over these collaborations. But BTS, so they got a big army. I mean, they, I mean, they're definitely popping. So hopefully she don't drop the ball on this. Somebody say I should pronounce it different every time because <laughs> I don't know that man name. Um, hopefully she doesn't drop the ball on this. This is a, a big thing because I know the K-pop army, they don't play that. 
But um, somebody said, where's Normani? I don't know. She's another one. I don't, I don't hear or see anything about her. Yeah, it's, it's definitely, yeah, it's definitely a lot. It's definitely a lot. Koi just dropped an album, but I don't think anyone cares. Yeah, I don't think anybody cares about her album like that. I haven't heard anybody talk about it. Yeah, but I just think the industry right now is just real convoluted. That's just my opinion. Um, I think everybody's doing way too much instead of focusing on their craft. Everybody is doing everything but focusing on if they're if you're a musician, please focus on music. Stop trying to sell me season salt. Um, stop trying to sell me, uh, you know, cell phone packages. It's like everybody's doing everything but focusing on their art, you know. And I think that's the part that's just kind of frustrating. <laughs> they said Normani told us to shut up and then dipped. Yeah, I don't know what's going on with Normani. It's sad. Because she's very talented, but yeah. Somebody said Coy LeRae's album slaps. Okay. I might have to check. I like Coy LeRae, though. The, the few songs that she's had, I've, I've liked her singles. I didn't like that blick blick. That nonsense was trash. But um, my twin and them, I like that song a lot. That's my jam. Let me read these last few super chats here. Um, Y'all still talking about Adam 22? They said Adam 22 has a Baphomet tattoo on his body. He's definitely a Satanist. Child. Oh, my gosh. I'm going to have to look more into Adam 22, honey. <laughs> uh, quirky Creole. No, Quirky Circle. Since Seven says weird quest, but as a fellow conspiracy theorist, do you believe in cloning? Some say they're replacing Jamie Foxx. Any thoughts? P.S. Three from cancer for six years. Congratulations on that. Um, I don't know about the whole cloning thing. I've seen the videos of Jamie Foxx. Some of them look suspect, but then there was a new video of him giving somebody a bag. Um, I think it's a fun conspiracy. I don't know how true that is. So, I mean, I'm not sure. I think that's more science fiction than anything, um, in my personal opinion. But the whole Jamie Foxx situation, it just doesn't sit well with me. It just, it doesn't make any sense. We still don't know what happened to him, you know, he was near death at one point and now he's playing pickleball again for like the third time. So I don't know what to think about it at all. But yeah, I think the cloning thing, that's a bit of a stretch for me personally. Let's see here. Saray on demand says, T, you look smoking hot, mama. Thank you so much. I appreciate you, sis. Uh, so Sina says, hey, T, caught a I haven't caught a live in a while. Your deep dives are amazing. Thank you for educating us. I admire you. May God keep blessing you. Thank you so much. I'm so glad you enjoy the deep dives. Thank you. Um, Rose Love sent 499 says, hey, T, I love the yoga deep dive. I want to ask, how do you know if you're spiritually sensitive? You got to have a lot of spiritual experiences. Um, I've talked about this on Discord. It's just a lot of things that I've been able to spiritually feel since I was a kid. So if you have it, you'll know it from the time you're little. Um, it's certain environments I can go into. I've always been able to see things. I've always had the gift of like foresight. 
I'm seeing things before it happens. So it's just things that happen to people from the time they're young. And so a lot of times when you go into certain situations, it can really affect you spiritually. So sometimes things don't necessarily affect you on like the physical or, you know, physically seeing it. Sometimes you're expect you're affected on a spiritual level. Certain cities, um, when I go to New Orleans, that's always, I always have really strange experiences in New Orleans. Always. But that's a very heavily spiritual city too. So we were staying at an Airbnb one time and um, it was clearly haunted. And there was just things I was noticing. Uh, the fans would spin, but they weren't on. So it's just, it's just like a lot of things. I would walk past stuff and it would just go off. Yeah, I could, I could talk about that spiritual shit for hours, but we're not going to do it on here. Yeah, NOLA is a very, very spiritual place. If you are very spiritually in tune, you will see, you will sense a lot of stuff in New Orleans. A lot of stuff. And then it's also, um, there's this lady I used to talk to, and she was raised in New Orleans. There's a lot of, what are those called? Portals. There's a lot of portals in there as well, too, in New Orleans. A lot of portals. The veil is very, very thin there. Yeah, a lot of places in the South, like Charleston is another place. Um, if you ever go down to like the plantations, you can sense, a, if you're spiritually sensitive and you go down to like the plantations, you will see, you will hear stuff. Um, you'll sometimes be kind of taken into the past. So yeah. There's, there's a lot of stuff. There's a lot of stuff. I don't know how to pronounce your name. They said, I definitely felt portals. So you felt them down in New Orleans? Another deep dive. <laughs> Maybe in the future. Uh, let me see here. Um, Anna, Annalisa said 999 says, you look especially beautiful today, auntie. Thank you so much. I appreciate you, love. Thank you for joining me today. Pineapple girl sent 150 says, hey, T, I'm glad I caught a live. Have you seen the light skin Keisha and her fiance talk about she won't leave him if he cheats podcast that went viral love you yeah i saw that i child i paid it no mind i saw it i hate these podcasts because they're it's that they all talk about the same topics everything is just conflict in relationships especially with relationships with black men and black women i'm just over it but i yeah i saw that and then they were saying it was an old podcast and he was saying that he hasn't cheated on her and all this other stuff um and i've met light-skinned keisha she's a real cool chick but yeah, I just, I didn't pay it any mind. I was just like, whatever, another podcast. <laughs> um, let's see here. Uh, Kayla Hawkins says, people are calling me crazy saying that deep face and DNA kits are going to put innocent people in prison. Those were two ways people were found innocent in court, but not now. Yeah, it's a lot of new technology out here. 
Thank you for the super chat. Um, let's see here. A vital culture Santen says first super chat. We don't play about Kiki. Old boy talking reckless about her motherhood on Kiki's Wi-Fi. That Simmons baby just stopped. Love your crime channel. Deep dives. You haven't done one in a minute. Oh, have you done one on the Smith family? No, I don't even know who the Smith family is. Thank you for the super chat. Yeah, I think too with the Kiki thing, I think people also have to be careful because I see a lot of people taking glee in the destruction of like their relationship and her being a single mom. And it's just weird. It's it's like you have a, a section of the internet that's angry and bitter and again, I think he was trash for blasting her on the internet and, you know, making it public when he could have talked about it behind closed doors. But the amount of people I see celebrating them and hoping that they break up and it's just, it's just weird. It's just very strange. You know, I hope that they figure it out because they have such a young child. I think the child is what, three months old, you know, and I'm not saying that she needs to be in an unhappy situation, but if they're going to break up, it needs to be because they feel that they need to break up and go their separate ways. They should not allow the internet to dictate the relationship. Once you start allowing strangers on the internet to dictate how you move in real life, you've lost control of your life. You know what I'm saying? And I think that's an issue. I, I'm just like, even for me, I'm not allowing the internet to dictate anything I do or any of my moves. Like I tell people all the time, if you don't like me, you don't like my opinions, move the fuck around. You ain't got to follow me. You know what I'm saying? You ain't got to none of that. I'm not going to allow the internet to dictate anything. So I think that's the part that's kind of disturbing is you see a lot of people really celebrating this and really saying, you know, they just, she needs to just go ahead, be a single mother, get them for child support. And it's just, it's very strange. It's very strange. Again, if she decides to leave them, she has every right to, but it needs to be her decision, not because of the rah-rahs on social media. Uh, let's see here. God's Child First sent a $9.99 sticker. Thank you so much. I appreciate you. Um, uh, Summer Williams sent $4.99. She says, hey, TT, I saw on the Disney Channel, they had an AI on some Disney movie. I haven't seen that yet, but thank you for the super chat. Melissa Warfield sent $20. Thank you, Melissa. Appreciate you, sis. Uh, future Miss Sonoga Sanfai says, hey, T, can you please talk about the viral video of the mother dragging her young daughter by the hair? I've lost hope for some of us. I did not see that video. Wow. That's horrible. I didn't see that. That sounds like jealousy. Why would you drag your child by their hair? That's disturbing as hell. You have some mothers who are, unfortunately, they're jealous of their daughters. I didn't see that video. That's That's sad. I'm going to have to look that up. Um, Ilea says the only new artist that's really, that has, that is really good at music is Lizzo. Let's be honest. She can play instruments and sing well. I'm sick of features to be honest. Yes. Babyface says the sampling is out of this world too. Oh yeah. That's another thing. Yeah, music is just overall, everything has just become lazy. It's become very lazy. Uh, Marlon Harrison says, Hollywood has become super lazy, recycling materials from the 70s, 80s, and 90s. I agree. 
And even for me, I usually do not do uh, live action movies. I don't like them. I think they're lazy. If I want to watch Aladdin, I will watch the original Disney version, which I loved. One of my favorite Disney movies. But I did go watch The Little Mermaid just to support. Um, which one was that in there? Chloe? No, Haley. That was Haley. Just to support the sister, right? Um, in the Little Mermaid movie, I do not like live action remakes at all. I didn't watch the Aladdin one. I didn't watch the Beauty and the Beast. I just, I'm not into them. I think it's just lazy. But I did go support Little Mermaid just because, you know, she's a black mermaid and, you know, I just wanted to support her. So I went with my friend and her daughter and we watched it. I mean, it was, it was cute. It was giving, but it was just a lot of subtle things too that I noticed in there. Cause it's hard for me to just watch movies, you know, once, once you're like, once you see propaganda, you see stuff for what it is. Like, it was very interesting how she was a black mermaid, but had like a Latino father. Her sisters were every color of the rainbow. Then you had the black queen, but they made sure to not have a black king. So even though, yeah, we got a black mermaid, it's very interesting that they made sure that they were no black merman like as far as like you know the, the the merman king her father was not a black man even though she's black and then the prince had a dark-skinned black mother but the prince was racially ambiguous well he i don't even think he was, he was white it just didn't make any sense it's almost like so we just couldn't have did a full black family so it's like we can give you a black princess but we're not gonna give you too much blackity black 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 i don't know if y'all peeped that So yeah, I just, I don't, yeah, I've never been a fan of live action remakes. To be honest with you, I didn't even watch Brandy's live action Cinderella back in the day. I didn't watch it. I just, I just don't like, I like cartoons. Like I like cartoons. I like the work it takes to put into cartoons. They take, it takes a lot to make those animated movies. So I prefer the animated movies. I didn't even watch Brandy's Cinderella. So I remember they had an Asian prince. You know. Bless his heart, but I didn't watch it. So I, I can't judge it. I didn't watch it. I just don't like live action remakes. If I want to watch a live action movie, I want it to be a fresh script. I don't want to watch humans trying to act like they have magical powers. And so I just, I didn't really, yeah, I just, I don't like live action remakes. But I think for a live action remake, it was good. It was interesting. But I also peeped certain things in there too, you know? Not to go deep, but I just peeped some things in there. Yeah, yeah, that, uh, that's a perfect example. Who said that? Uh, I don't even know how to pronounce your name. Maybe you're Russian or it's spelled. I don't know. They said colorblind casting. Brandy Cinderella is the best Cinderella, and I, but I prefer the animation. Yeah, but see, that's my issue. It's only colorblind uh, casting when it comes to Black actors and actresses. Because when they want to do stuff with, with, you know, when they want to create a white family, they make sure to have a white mom, white dad equals a white child. But when it comes to anything black, it's like, well, we can't have too much. So we can do a black mermaid, but oh no, we can't have a black man as a king. So that's my issue with it. It's like, well, if we're going to do the black thing, then give her a black family. Make all her sisters black. Where did she get an Asian sister from? Where did she get a white sister from? Where did she get a, like, it just didn't make sense. And they only do that when it comes to, you know, whenever there's controversy with a black movie. Like, we can't have it too black. 
So that's that's my issue because again, from what I saw with Belle, because um, I, I didn't watch it, but when I watched their casting, Belle is a white character. She had a white father. Imagine if they made Belle a white character and they gave her a black dad. It wouldn't make sense. So that's how I feel with the Little Mermaid. If we're gonna make a black mermaid, why is her father Latino? It does, you know, like it didn't make sense. So that that's my issue. They only do the the colorblind casting when it comes to a predominantly black cast. You know, we can't have it too black. Um, yeah. So that was that was just kind of what I thought with that. Like I said, it was cool. They had a dark skinned black queen. But again, her, I don't even know where her king was. Her, I don't, I don't know where his father was. He didn't have a father or did he? No, I think there was a king in the mermaid, but it was a white man. It was like an old white man, I think was the king. But then the prince was, it was just weird. It was just weird to me. So, but I think as far as like Haley's acting, I think she did a good job and her voice is just really sweet. Her singing, you know, it was, it was nice. But I just kind of, somebody said there was no king. Eric was adopted. The king died. It was an old white man. See, that's what I'm saying. These action movies don't stick. There's literally, look at the comments now. King died. He was white. He Eric was adopted. He was an old white man. There was no king. This is how much this stuff is not even sticking with us. It's not even sticking. <laughs> like, this just... I couldn't even tell you one like main scene. It's just lazy. But I can tell you everything that happened in the animated version. Hollywood is just lazy. The fact that we can't even come to like one consensus if there was a king, it just lets you know that it just didn't even, it doesn't even stick. We just watched it just to watch it, but like we were tuning out. We didn't care about that shit. We're just here. I know people who buy tickets who didn't even go to go watch the show. They were just trying to support this black sister. Folks was in there like, damn, I'm ready to go eat. Long ass movie. <laughs> so yeah, I, I don't know. It just, it didn't stick out. I, I didn't watch the Lion King live action. If they had one, I didn't, I'm not, no. I didn't even watch that. I like the original Lion King. Yeah, they did. Ain't that the one with Beyonce? They tried to do, yeah, I didn't watch that. I didn't watch that. I met the kids, too, who did the live action. I met them at Essence a few years ago, but I didn't watch it. I didn't care. Yeah, that's one with B. Yeah, I didn't watch that. I didn't watch that. I just, I don't like live action Disney movies. They just, they do nothing for me. Give me the cartoons. Give me the animations. I want all, all the sparkles. <laughs> I, you can't do it with real people. It don't hit the same. Uh, let's see here. Um... T, they find Master P's lead was selling their stuff. Master P was in a video on the shade room. I couldn't take him seriously. He was talking about something, had a big ass box of cereal in his hand. I just scrolled to the next topic. I said, uh-uh, he's still out here pushing that hootie who's cereal. Um, let's see here. Fontaine or Fauna says, T, I find it disturbing that you can get censored for sharing commentary, but there's a guy who went viral recently on YouTube and TikTok for shaving his bare butt. I didn't see that video, thank goodness. Well, you know, they're always going to push de degeneracy and nonsense. They're always going to push that. They're not going to have an issue with that. 
But anytime you're talking about real stuff, they're going to censor you, unfortunately. Uh, Ladina says, T, going back to Jocelyn and people acting nasty. People don't take responsibility anymore. They blame their pain on others, an excuse for malice. Definitely agree with that. Thank you so much for the super chat, love. Uh, Aisha says, hey, T, I think the Smith family were referring, hold on. I think the Smith family were referring to as Will and Jada. Oh, okay. When she says something about the Smith family, okay, we're referring to Will and Jada's family. That would be a good deep dive. Love you. Thank you so much. Italian Curl says the music topic is sensitive to me because I'm a professionally trained musician. B and M M. Streaming and samples have made my profession impossible. Wow. Well, thank you, Italian Curls. Yeah, you know, unfortunately now you don't have to have any talent. You know, it's like anybody can just blow up. And I think that's the sad part. We're seeing the fruits of that now. People just put out anything. It goes viral and they get more, more props, more followers, more money than the people who actually put work into writing a timeless classic. I can't think of any songs right now in the past maybe two, three years that 10 years from now, I'm going to be like, go ahead and put that on. Because everything's just so quick. It's just so quick. Nothing really sticks anymore. Uh, let's see here. Ty Eve, Ty Avec, sent 10, says, what if Hollywood, along with many other industries, were created to eventually fail to make space for a new age? I don't know. That'd be very interesting. I'm not sure. But I definitely feel like they know that a lot of things are going down. They know that a lot of people are waking up. And that's why they're pushing the AI agenda. I think that they have been, you know, they've been working on this stuff for years. Because they knew eventually, like, you know, these actors and these humans would, you know, revolt. So what, what can we do to replace them? Now nobody wants to work minimum wage jobs. Everybody wants to, you know, everybody feels like they should be making 40, 50 bucks an hour. Okay, that's cute. Well, now we'll replace you with robots. Now we don't need you there. So I definitely think that, you know, a lot of this stuff that's being done now was already foreshadowed and planned for future events. So I definitely agree with you on that. Let me see here. Um, B. Hallett says, rappers, producers, singers, songwriters, uh, Laniel Grant dropped his first album, No Profanity, All Positive Vibes, but the media promotes Pound Town. Yeah, I don't even know who Laniel Grant is. Let me Google it real quick, child. I've never heard of her. Yeah, that's sad. Pretty lady, I've never heard of her. Or is it a group? It's just one person, right? Because she's in a picture with three people. Like I said, with, with real music, you have to search for it now. It's not going to come up on your feed. 
Just like um, the girl I was talking about last week, her music I had never heard of. You got to search for it now. It's not just going to pop up. But I'm going to look into that. I'm going to look into the Lanelle Grant lady. Never heard of her. They said SZA is the standard. Coco Jones. Thank you. Y'all not be forgetting people's names, honey. Coco Jones. Yes, that's her. Thank you, Kayla. But yeah, I had to, I knew nothing of Coco Jones until the young kids were telling me and she has good music. So a lot of these people you got to search for. SZA's last album was really good. I do like SZA's last album. That was really good. Uh, Eric says, hey, T, thanks for doing a live today. Love you. Love you too, Eric. And it was wonderful meeting you at my live event. So thank you for coming through. Eric had me ready to boo-hoo. He said he used to watch me. Um, him and his grandma put him onto me. And he used to watch my videos with his grandma all the time. And then she passed away. And he still stayed being a tea sipper. So we had Eric turned up, honey. We had him turned up in the club and he had a good time. He came all the way down from Chicago. Man, we need another tea time event. I swear I had so much fun. I'm still running on fumes from that. I had such a good time. We need to do another event. I'm like, dang, I'm still trying to get settled in, but I can't wait till I have another event. But I love my tea sippers, y'all. So on that note, y'all, I've been out here for two and a half hours. I was supposed to leave a long time ago. But I know I missed last week, so I wanted to be on a little bit longer with you guys. Um, so we got one more super chat. She says, have you heard of a lady who left the plane because she saw something scary? What is that about? I've seen that and I've watched the video. Me and Emily were talking about it. I don't get this. And then they said that the dude in the green sweatshirt was a reptilian. Like, is this a real video? And how come she hasn't come out and said anything? Like, has she done any interviews? Because she's viral. She hasn't come out and said anything. They were even talking to Carrot Top. What the fuck? I haven't heard of Carrot Top since the 90s. Like, how come she hasn't come out and said anything? Is she a real person? People are saying that she died. She's missing. I don't, I don't get it. It's such a weird video. Let me see if I can find it before I go. It's a lady on the plane and she's screaming and she's going crazy. And everybody's saying that the dude in the green, in the green sweatshirt was a reptilian. And that's why she was screaming. Okay. Look, even when you put it on Twitter, it says it's called lady freaking out on the plane. We're going to watch this. I don't get this video. Y'all are going to have to explain this to me. I don't understand this video at all. Okay, we're gonna watch this together. All right, so the internet has heard the story of the woman on the plane with the reptilians. But thanks to her delaying the flight, I just got home, so now it's my opportunity. Now, who is this with the tattoos on his face? Okay, well, we're going to go ahead and watch his commentary, child. I don't even know who this is. Is he the man from the plane that was scaring her? 
Is this the reptilian? All right, well, let's see what he has to say. Opportunity to tell my side of the story as the guy in the hoodie. Oh, oh. So we're attempting to fly out of Dallas, Fort Worth, and then basically this woman, she sits next to me, and she's clearly been drinking. I'm minding my own business, and sure enough, she sees my hoodie that has this Freemason logo on it. And on top of that, she's noticed my ring, so she started to ask questions. Nothing dramatic, just ask me, do I know what these symbols mean? Why am I wearing it? What's the purpose? Yada, yada, yada. And long story short, I basically just say, hey, I'm a Freemason. I even briefly explained how I educate about Freemasonry here on TikTok. Next thing I know, she basically starts to grill me about low-level Freemason and that it's all Satanism and that it's ruled by reptilians and blah, blah, blah. So I simply put my hood up and I started to ignore her and basically just mind my own business. She starts getting louder and louder and then basically she's like, you know that they worship Lucifer at the top, right? So I, I looked at her dead in her eyes and I said, I am Lucifer. I heard one individual laugh behind me, so I figured somebody got a kick out of it at least. She starts running up and down the aisles, freaking out, saying I'm a reptilian and then all this other stuff. She's going to get off the plane, yada, yada, yada. It doesn't show all the footage. It just says that she's trying to get off the plane. Because no, it, okay. You know, I'm not he, he's, he's trolling. This ain't the... Okay, this is the man on the plane. He ain't got no face tattoos. Now, here goes another guy. I remember hearing his... I'm, I'm trying to find the guy on the plane. He didn't have all them tattoos on his face. Where's the real reptilian guy? <laughs> I'm done with this story. I'm done with this rabbit hole. Okay, we're out. I I'm done. We're going to leave it on that picture. <laughs> that man's story sounded like bullshit. I'm sorry. Okay, I, I don't I don't get the story. It's viral. If y'all know what I, what has come of this woman, I don't get it. Everybody's been trying to figure this out for like the past week and a half. I, I just don't get it. But we're gonna leave it on that picture. So on that note, you guys, thank you guys so much for joining me today. This was a wonderful stream. I had a really good time. Can't believe it's already Wednesday. This week is just flying by. So I'll be back again with some more content this week. Um, I also look forward to like dropping some more deep dives. Um, I'm going to start working on my next one in about a week and a half here. So stay tuned to that. So if you guys have not, make sure you check out my yoga deep dive. So thank you guys. I will talk to y'all later. Everybody enjoy the rest of y'all's day. Bye.